Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm Intergot for episode 81 on Sunday, the 22nd of May, 2022. In this week's show, we'll be discussing Sony gives us a sneaky sneak peek at a new PS Plus library. Ubisoft Plus is coming soon to PlayStation. Action RPG Greedfall is getting an unexpected prequel. And Cosmic Horror Souls-like Hellpoint is going next gen. As usual, we're joined by Mike. Hey. And as always, we're joined by Swinney. <laughs> you know, I Except wonder, why does, what does he get first? Well, it's just yeah. left to right for me. Oh, like I say, okay, okay. I say my name first and then just go left to right. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. I was just wondering. Just wondering. <laughs> Did you even say Intergod this week? Yeah, didn't I? I, 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 I just so. read the script. No. Usually <laughs> if you change it, like he wrote sneaky sneak peek. Yeah, that's exactly you did what well. I said. You did so well. I'm like, <laughs> is that going to catch him? Is that going to catch him? I like the games you're playing that you're fucking putting that in there. It's not about games. It's about does he actually, <laughs> like, do you pre read that or do you just say it on. No, know? I said it live. I didn't pre read that one. <laughs> I usually pre read a bit of it because the way you write things and then the way that I say it is like somewhat different. Uh, as always, find our links in the description or go to bigwigpod.com. This week, we'll have a proper show. We have a proper intro this week mm-hmm. after my stuff up of last week. <laughs> I have changed right. my process. You, you only missed Mike doing his best Intergod impression. And, I, and yeah, I know. I do have the footage, though, of like the start bit. So I can, I, could, I don't know what, where, where we'd even put that. Put, the, the put that on the Patreon. It's on the Patreon. That'll okay. be the DVD extras <laughs> when we release a special old school DVD of it. Hey, nice. there was a certain band. I'm not going to say what band because I don't want to dox you. I can't find the DVD of it. You know how, the band. How is a band doxing something? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, because people can look the band up and they can find your name or something. I don't know. So the band used to be in. Oh, uh, I, I can't oh, okay. for the life okay. of me That's find the copy of the DVD that I had. You had a DVD? Yeah, oh. I had a DVD that I was trying to find. You had a DVD yeah. of what? Of the band? You know, of his band, yeah. And I had a bunch of his songs and shit. Yeah, so we had a demo, but the yeah. funny thing is the, the demo used to be available on MySpace because MySpace, as oh. you know, after MySpace died off, it became mainly just a thing that bands made sure they had mm. so they could just link to it. Um, but since they lost all the, on, in the server transition, they lost all the, the hosted files oh. and everything. That's been wiped from the internet, so there's no proof of it anymore. Oh, Dang it. So. Speaking More of which, yeah. like, Swinney and I were also in a band, and that drummer of said band reached out to me on Facebook. Now, I don't, oh. I have an active Facebook, but when I say active, it's like an active one that I never check. It's like literally every six months I'll check it. Mm-hmm. And he had messaged me like five months ago <laughs> going, I was listening to one of the songs that we wrote. He's like, oh, I was listening to the song. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. You know, and I, I actually, I don't know if you've done this, Swinney, but I've listened to our old songs from like 15 years ago now. And I'm like, I, I kind of was expecting it to be super cringe, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And I went back and listened. I'm like, this is actually okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is not bad. No, some of those, some of those songs, yeah. though, is like rough demo recordings. There was no bass or anything. Yeah, they were pretty good. Like, I mm. haven't in a long time, but there was a while after that. I'm like, oh, I'll just chuck it on a 
randomly on a mix CD and it'll come up and it'll be a bit of a nostalgia hit, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm looking forward to it even further in time to listen back and I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, anyway, s- enough of you two. <laughs> You've got some hype this week, Swinny? I do. I have hype. There's a, an upcoming special feature that oh. Mike is working on. What? He, he doesn't know about yeah. it yet, but I think I'm announcing it now on the show. So he, he, he's <laughs> okay. committed to it. When, what is he working on? I don't know what it is, hmm. but uh, all I know, it's going to be off the charts, isn't it, Mike? It's going to be off the chain. Yeah, Mike's special the feature. Chain. You're Mike's chain. Pre- Mike's preparing something big for the show. What yes. is it? I don't it's know big what it big is. Big big Mike. But okay. It's a special feature. That you know, maybe a video feature, may not. Well, I don't know, but it's just something that if I say it now, something creative, something creative on the show. And he's no selling. I honestly have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are talking about. If if people want to check out our pre-show conversation, if you go to the streams, you might not be able to catch it, but we were chatting about this beforehand. The dead space and the yes and Mike's just like scratching his head. Mm. Hmm, I have no idea what you're talking about. I really legitimately do not. I'm stumped. I guess I'll I'll figure out what I have to do. I think it's like we're in a spot where Mike thinks he's he's Mm. agreed that he needed to do something. Whereas this is just Swinney getting you on the hook to do something. Oh, right. So oh, you didn't understand that. Go to something. Now, know. if the last special feature that you worked on is any indication, which was our sex dress special on episode sixty nine, then um, right, it will very much skirt the balance between what is acceptable to say on air versus what is not. No. There were times I listened back to that recently, and there were times that I'm like, "Yeesh!" I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But it was, overall, it was great. And the funniest part about that segment was the fact that you delved into the gameplay of Sextress as well, which if That's anyone true. who doesn't know is basically Tetris with softcore pornography in it, right? Well, you said the P word pretty even early in the comment. But Mike was actually talking about... I've seen worse Kmart catalogs. Mike was talking about, you know, the actual, like, oh, it generates rubbish when you clear lines. And I'm like, oh, what? But hey, all credit to you. It was a fun segment. So I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting the best out of you next time. Okay. Well, we have to wait for big numbers. Coming that's next when, year. That's when Mike does something. When there's yeah, like, that's when I get so my acting ticket. Sixty nine. He did a really base. cool feature. Maybe four twenty will be the next one in three hundred and forty <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Then episode six six six. Episode yeah. maybe nine eleven. <laughs> no. That's when you imagine that one. Mike in nine eleven. No. No. Uh, no. No. That's. Beyond the realms uh, of what Mike would do, and and Swinny, this week we got we got wrapped up in some uh, some tea spilling, some beef, mm. some beef. Yeah, so we <laughs> we did our feature, which which I, I had a lot of fun doing because it's a it's a great story about Duke Nukem Forever and the yeah. two thousand and one prototype that um, the build that leaked, and it was actually a big story. You know, in that week, mm. a lot of podcasts and everything talking about it, and. Um, we actually had uh, Scott Miller, the Apogee founder and one of the key people behind 3D Realms, especially at the time, uh, respond to us to basically, you know, we, we'd used a title that was very clickbaity, which, but I didn't <laughs> think was incorrect. But when I read, reread it back, I'm like, okay, something along the lines of, the the builders leaked and the creators aren't happy about it. I think it's it okay. Was, I think it, mm. it's click to me. Clickbait is where you put something out there. Like, I see it all the time. Ten hottest babes or whatever. You click it, and then there's no ten hottest babes. It's nothing, No, I right? think... Like, that's clickbait. No, that's be... clickbait. It's when you don't deliver. Mm. It's, like, you got to entice someone, and it's a little bit not... Uh, 
it, but you're still getting something out of it. That's, I think that's... this falls could fall under the realm of clickbait. So you can still, I, yeah. So I think it was it the it perhaps didn't tell the like clearly, it, like tell the the story upfront about what it was. It was oh, more no, about no, the no. fact that you know the two creators Scott Miller and uh, George Brassard that. You know, so there's old wounds there, and this brought it back up, and because we talked yeah. about the interactions between them two, so he, Scott Miller, actually, yeah, commented on our video, and um, <laughs> which is, you know, basically to really say, cool. yeah. say with a smiley face that he's not unhappy about it leaking. Yeah. So <laughs> we decided we'd just update the title a bit just to say that it reignited their beef. So uh, which <laughs> hey, I think I, is accurate. Which kind of reframes his comment because he made the comment free title change, so oh. you can all. <laughs> Almost we, go that but, no, but we take but we take feedback we take feedback to no, we do we you don't. know um we're not always going to um go into action because sometimes there's feedback that is just wrong we don't agree with wrong yeah. completely all, wrong all but i this can was say not is that case. I, i'm you know the fact that duke nukem was one of my favorite childhood games and the fact that he reached out and we had some sort of a contact with him it's amazing i feel very humbled <laughs> And might might I remind you guys of the awesome story when you know I had the I had the game when I was thirteen, but you had to be yeah. fifteen to buy it, uh, and I had to go call up to get the the adult patch sent by a floppy disk <laughs> by a floppy disk from the distributor in New Zealand. <laughs> I still can't believe they did that. That's all. Yeah, I wish you so, could find that floppy disk. That'd be cool. There's no way in hell I'd find it. Uh, so yeah, again, again, I, I feel really humbled. It's awesome to be able to have someone, you know, one of your childhood heroes in many ways. Dude, he's, uh, he he named Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem, yeah. and I think it, it's nuts. It's it awesome. also it also lines into Swinney how I was saying, you know, we've got to be conscious that because it's weird. Like we'll do this podcast, we're very mm. honest and upfront, and like because we this should is, be. This is just fun for us, right? It's not serious, mm. but it's a sort of like oh. Sometimes people do actually tune in to listen, and we're talking yeah. about them. Yeah, but you can't. I literally said that just a few days before this Scott Miller thing. You got no, to be honest about it. I yeah, think yeah. you have to be really honest. No, it's yeah, fine. it's not always going to be positive. Mm. Uh, in this case, I think we were. You know, it was mixed things, but I think we we're pretty positive about what we saw with the demo. Disappointed that it didn't come out. It's not so much then. not so much the demo. It's more you've got to make sure. And I don't think this was the case in this segment. I thought we covered it quite well. But yeah, I think it's fine. Especially when there's a lot that people you don't know, a lot of information that's not publicly available. Especially when it comes mm. to the game development, not making assumptions and things, and being just being. It's not about being careful with your words. It's about being smart. Especially when you are broadcasting out, so being smart, can't there's, do that. and there's times when that's going to come back to, to bite us in the ass. And mm. but I think overall, I think we do a pretty good job of yeah. balancing honesty alongside, you know, um, being critical, um, diplomatic, you know, so yeah, diplomatic. And let's uh, let's continue the honesty streak. We have some corrections. Mm. Yeah. These, these look like uh, Swinney corrections. These are because mm. I'm, well, I'm generally Ooh, the person correcting on. myself. Ooh. So um, I basically when I was talking wrong. about. When I was talking about Aiden Chronicle Rising last week, mm. um, because I, I was looking at the listing of the developer on True Achievements when I noted the fact that it was Rabbit and Bear. What are you doing? Rabbit and Bear um, developed the game. That is actually not the case. They obviously assisted in development, but the game Aiden Chronicle Rising was actually developed by um, Natsumi Atari. So I just wanted to correct that he's actually the studio behind the development of the game, whereas Rabbit and Bear are the ones working primarily on the 100 Heroes. Mm. That's the Kickstarter game. And the other one I just wanted to correct was more so, I wasn't sure at the time I said it, um, 
I said that I, I thought For Honor was um, had gone free to play. It is still not free to play, but the reason why I was confused is because they constantly have like free weekends with that game mm. all the time. Yes, where it's like, oh, I'll play For Honor mm. for free this yeah, week. Okay. And I swear that happens like every few months mm. or something. So I conflated that with uh, thinking the game had actually gone full free to play. So it's mm-hmm. that is not the case. So. Okay. Cool. And, and we have a question. This is a segment that we trying, we've been trying to kill for a while. And then you guys keep resurrecting it. So is this it's your question? This like has got to be your question, right? Twitter? It's not my question. Well, it's definitely not Mike. Yeah, he, no, doesn't, he doesn't Mike add doesn't to the no anything to anyone. <laughs> He's just here for us to abuse him. Disappointment. Yeah, basically. I was interested to know, <laughs> and maybe maybe don't like think about spoilers and stuff, because I think that this is more like about a specific situation. Okay. When That's has a, a game been ruined for you to the point where you're like i don't really i'm not interested in playing this game anymore and i've got yeah. an example if it helps to frame I, I, the kind of thing I'm i've got from. one so there's okay. this really big game that's a classic on the ps1 and then someone named swinney ruined that a character died in final I fantasy 7 first... oh, and spoiled wait, it for me hey no okay that's what i was saying like forget that <laughs> I'm not Spoiler talking about spoilers. I, I just said that a minute ago. Like, I'm not talking spoilers. I'm talking something outside of that, I'm right? Staring you. Because I'm that's staring the obvious okay. thing. I knew you'd say that. So, which is bullshit because I think you told me that spoiler before <laughs> should, I ever played. You game. should have written in this brackets okay. not one of them. So the example. I got one. I got one. No, I, I'm going to give you the example e- first. Yeah, I'm going to give the example. So this week, um, it kind of this is what brought the question up. There was a no clip, the documentary YouTube channel, mm-hmm. very good. Oh, oh, whoa! Later, Swinney. We've lost Swinney. This is a okay. this is a back. new one. Let's go to two people. Can we get? Oh, to... oh, he's oh. back. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, that was weird. Back. Can you guys hear me still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. All right, yeah. So no, no clip. We, we just no have to dump Swinney's feed because he said the n word. No clip. That is not the case. Oh, no <laughs> clip. Yeah, I said no clip. Um, so they had a they had a video about a very famous and popular. Unreal Tournament map called Facing Worlds, which is a capture the flag map where there's two massive towers on like this big floating island in between. Really, really fun. And the unfortunate thing is we played that so much together with all our friends when we were younger that somebody realized in our friends group or they saw it on the internet or whatever that there's a web there's a an item (laughs) or a weapon called the translocator in Unreal Tournament, (laughs) which can shoot something and then you teleport to where, like, the disc lands. And when you combine that with, I think it's called the impact hammer, which is like a melee weapon, you could shoot the translator up, use the impact hammer to launch the disc all the way into the enemy's base to where the flag is and bang, instantly got their flag. So to me, like that just brought up the memory of I used to love playing that game. And as soon as that was discovered and it's completely ruined, I'm like, I'm not that having fun cool. anymore. So that was the kind of thing I'm coming from. It's like mm. there was a okay. moment, a situation that ruined Unreal Tournament for me. So, so. I, I've got a, I've got a, a couple of examples, but I'm going to bucket it into a single generic example, which is when you cheat in a game. So remember, <laughs> for example, when I was playing, what was it, Fallout? Well, one of the games where where I said, oh, I wonder if I should use the console to just give myself the, the full stats. I'm not going to totally cheat. I'm not going to get all the perks and everything. I'm just going to max out all my stats. It just makes the game boring. 
I feel I feel like it's applicable to any of those games. The moment you cheat a little too much, or you have too much of an advantage, you lose interest in playing the game. Skyrim was the same. The moment I found out you can effectively become invincible uh, by you using smithing to create the most, you know, super OP armor in the entire game and super OP weapons that take everything down in two hits, it kind of just ruins the game. It's it just doesn't have that fun anymore. So you're you're your own worst enemy. I am I yeah. I've ruined multiple games for myself by <laughs> cheating and then realizing there's no point playing the game now. It's just it's not fun anymore and then I have to put the game down. And I've done that with a few games. So that's my ruin Ning. It's a good What's qu- yours into It's gut? a good question. I I can't actually think of many games that fall into this category. Um I'm more just like when they change the game or the dynamics of a game, like multiplayer games, it kind of annoys me sometimes. But I'll I'll say this one, it's different field. So this is in TV, Battlestar Galactica, which is, you know, still one of my favorite series of all time. I fully recommend it to anyone to watch it. And I'll tread very carefully with what I'll say, but there's a lot of um, cool reveals in Battlestar Galactica, right? And my thought was that this was all mapped out and planned out, all the twists and turns, right, in the series. And then I got so obsessed about the show, I've watched it like three times, the whole thing from start to finish. And I started listening to the behind the scenes stuff and the guy who made the show, Ronald D. Moore, was like, oh, yeah, with all those twists and turns, we just put it all in a hat and just picked out names and we go, oh, yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) I'm like, what? Like, it, it... so, you know, when it, the Ruined is too hard, but it genuinely went from, like, maybe a top three show in my head to being, like, top ten. Like, just because of that wow. one fact that I know. Because it's almost like... It feels like it's not a... like the, It's not really thought through properly. Yeah, it's like... Right? And it's just mm. bullshit random. And it kind of, like, cheapens it. And now, like, I'm trying to almost convince myself that he was just bullshitting, right? <laughs> like, this is just a joke that he said. Yeah, you keep lying to yourself. So I'm, I'm almost there believing that as well, by the way. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's the example that I have. Cool. Well, thank you for that. It's uh... No, thank you for the question. It was really cool. That's good a, yeah, that's a good and question. I always wonder whether or not I should actually give you guys a heads up if I've added a question, so you've actually got the time to prepare. So we normally don't do that, which... <laughs> uh, means it's yeah it's, it's tough to think of stuff on the mic and preparing sometimes. i don't think that's gonna <laughs> happen no. anyway speaking of um a heads up i do need to give you guys a heads up that um i'm eating a late dinner um I'm, i will go on mute but some of the viewers <laughs> watching the stream will will see me eat so these are jerusalem artichokes i don't know if you guys have ever seen jerusalem artichokes no. They're they're like sort of potatoey. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we grew like them. Chicken, we grew them in the, in the backyard. It like ginger, um, ginger to me. Exactly. I was talking to this lady next door who used <laughs> like, to work exactly. at this market, and she said that people would confuse these for ginger, so they'd buy a whole bag and then she put, like puts them in his Jerusalem light trucks. They're like, no, 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 no. I want ginger. I want ginger. Well, sorry, <laughs> this is not ginger. Anyway, this is not a ginger podcast. It's a gaming podcast. But I thought I'd just give you guys the heads up. That I will be eating my Jerusalem artichokes that we lovingly grew for many months in the backyard. That splodge pooped too. You're on mute, Swinney. Yeah, that I think he wants. I think he wants the very well. Sorry, into yeah. it to give it that delicious flavor that you can what? only get from cat poop. I was going to say, I was actually when you said you grew them, I was like, wow, that's. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask, like, are they actually only like are they shipped Sweet in from Jerusalem or something? No, no, <laughs> like, no. That's a very specific part of the world that you I have to grow these artichokes. These are Melbourne artichokes. These are Melbourne artichokes. 
Anyway. Nice. Let's let's jump into what we've been playing and try to get back to the gaming part. Although our video overlay looks a bit like it could be like a Herbs and Spices podcast. Sort of got Look, that pastel vibe. Considering Mike has his mouth full, is he even going no, to talk right now? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. You can swallow that quick. <laughs> so, I am. That's his right. reputation. That's what reputation have you been playing, Mike? Uh, I've been playing with your mum. So I've been playing Days Gone a bit more, which has been fantastic. I really think it's a, it's a bit of an underrated uh, gem. I mean, yeah. I know, you know, it's got it's got a some loving, but I, I don't think it's got the loving it deserves. Um, it's not a perfect game by any means, but I think it's a fantastic game for its genre. Um, having heaps of fun. I got to the parts that you were talking about with the cool hordes. Um, you know, there's certain things that are a little repetitive, but... All in all, really solid, really cool gameplay loop. Highly recommended. Um, given that you know it's technically free if you have a PS Five, really, no, really recommend this game. Certainly no, no, not it, it was, free if you have a PS Five. It was part of it was part of the the thing. The something the free... you have to pay for. Yes. Yeah, well, you I know don't what I mean. That. If you have... I don't have that. Okay, you know that's have not that. Sorry. that's definitely not the me. definition of free. All right, correction. It is not free. It was free for me though. Somehow, no, as it's in, as know, part of your subscription to PS subscription thing, which a lot of people probably have anyway, but. No, so, not a lot, because um, of the numbers that they're saying. It's less than half, have it? It's still a lot. Hmm. Anyway, anyway I, when I was so, looking up the footage of this, sorry, Mike, yeah. um, there was, it's not showing on the screen Spoilers. right now, but it was a moment ago where the concept of a game that, I know it's obviously zombies and stuff, but it like, looks fairly realistic in its depiction of the action and stuff, but mm-hmm. then you've got the character rolling all the time when you're <laughs> running away. Yeah, I know, and I know. This, Roll. No, but obviously that's like a game thing, like, it's just funny to me. It's like in real life, if you were like running away trying to survive the zombies and you're oh, yeah. rolling on the ground, there is no benefit to that. I mean, it's no, whatsoever. it's not last, it's no Last of Us, which was brutally more realistic. Yeah. It look, it, it, it's, it's a weird one in the sense that it feels like there were elements in it where they, they try to make it more of a survival game, and then maybe they took a few things out. And I have heard that maybe they were they were talking about potentially including. Um, more of a survival mode where you had to eat, you had to keep your stats up and mm. stuff like that. Um, stamina management and health, obviously, is probably the biggest thing in this, and you can upgrade that like in any game. Um, so they've, you know, they've made it a bit more gamey, but I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. It just makes it more of a fun gameplay loop. So anyway, I've been having a real blast with this game. Highly, highly recommend. Because this game on Metacritic is a seventy-one. Do you think that I that think, sounds right? Uh, no, I, I'd give it. I, to me, it's like a, an eighty-five. Wow, okay. Yeah. I do want to play this game. So one of my favorite podcasters, Colin Moriarty, he raves about this game. And this Mm. game, when it got released for reviews, was buggy as hell. That's like game-breaking bugs, everything, right? Mm. And people have that all in their reviews. Like, oh, this game's a mess. And just the weird thing about reviews, it's kind of like they do it once and then that's it. Mm. Like very rarely a game gets re-reviewed. You know, like, so... Get one shot, yeah. It's almost like, I think with this game, they should have released it and made people pay for it again on PS5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then it might have actually triggered new reviews, like a new review cycle for maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. But then maybe people wouldn't have bought it because they, they would have gone, ah, oh, I didn't get the best reviews. No, but, I, but I think it would review a lot better now. Like that. It's oh, absolutely. The, I reckon yeah. it totally would, yeah. It's so, a really solid game. Yeah. It's really cool gameplay. I do want to try it, but it's just like there's so many games to play. And I think this Agreed. is, for me, where it suffers. It's like, it's a zombie game, like far out. I've got another five zombie games to play that are like, 
you know, on my list ahead of this yeah, one. Yeah, but the, so. the Last of Us and this are the two top zombie games that I would I would play, mm, okay. honestly. Interesting. They're different in their own way, but and I'm a huge fan of zombie games. Huge, huge fan of zombie games. Oh. Um, I mean, Dying Light, definitely recommend that too. But if I was to recommend two, obviously The Last of Us is one of them and then this wow. one too. So this is your second favorite zombie game of all time, would, including Left 4 uh, Dead? I don't know Dead. about second favorite, but at the moment, it's just absolutely something that... Isn't that what It's said? weird because... <laughs> No, no, as in the two that I would recommend at the moment. Um, oh, okay. But it, it's really weird because I thought after Elden Ring, there's nothing that would really click with me. But yeah, this this actually worked pretty well. I'm, okay. I'm glad I played this. It's it's absolutely clicked with me. So yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. So the other game uh, recommended by Swinney was Norco. Um, I did give it a proper shot. So I've played a fair bit of it. I, I don't know how far I am into it, obviously, and I can't say anything that might potentially spoil something for people. Um, but it is a really cool, unique game. Absolutely, as you said, Swinny, right up my alley. Really enjoying it so far. Uh, cool little mystery. Um, fantastic world building. It's like an adventure game, but not. Um, it's hard to... It's, it's more like a... I don't know. It's a point-and-click choose-your-own-adventure minus actually so far choosing anything because it's linear. It's really hard to describe it, right? It's how would you even describe this game, Swinny? It's it's a it's a visual novel. It's an adventure game. Game thing. It's a, yeah, but it doesn't. It's not a traditional adventure game. Uh, I mean, but no, but the but thing is, like, adventure game is wider than just the term of point and click. Point and click really denotes a very specific type of adventure game. Adventure games in general are just yeah. very narrative driven games that often have puzzles that generally don't have things very heavy emphasis on combat and like skill-based kind of gameplay mechanics so this is an adventure game but i mentioned last week it's it's one that just has some really unique mechanics in it Hmm. it does so yeah um really enjoying it so far i think i'm going to finish this one um highly recommended as well into god again i know there's a way too many games to play but it's definitely it so far i think it's deserving of some of the praise it's been receiving yeah. yeah, it's got so, a lot of praise, right? Like it just I I just don't I still don't really understand the game. <laughs> That's why it's kind of like give it a crack, give it a crack. Yeah. It's yeah, hard I to know. explain properly. So so I finished yeah. Norco this week, so oh, that's why I kind of removed awesome. from my list because I knew you were mentioning it. So basically you clocked it. <laughs> I completed the game. Um and I, I loved it. I think the kind of you know, the maybe the last part of the game I, I think that they probably could have nailed it a little bit better. Like I think that it gets a little like the game's already very vague in in some of its like story stuff and I think it maybe gets a bit too vague, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um honestly, I think, you know, obviously Elden Ring is the game that's just gonna floor all the game of the year stuff this year, but I yeah. think this game will actually surprise people in a lot of other categories when it hits that period of time this year because it's gotten so much praise. I think that especially from a narrative and visual standpoint, and obviously indie game categories, I think this will be one that will really be a strong contender. Um and interesting this week I found out um from when I was looking up um stuff about the game that at one point in time, this game was actually meant to be split into, I think it was like three separate games, um, like three separate ep- episodes, and it had a very different art style. It was much closer to more retro adventure games like Space Quest Two style. So anyone that ever lo- like looks up in Google Image Search, it's kind of like you can see some of them are very different to what their game ended up looking like. So it's cool to see that, you know, the developers and, and the group behind it were kind of, you know, they adapted over time, and I think they really hit a great visual style by the end of it. So it is; it's it's very unique, I would say, in many ways. I think it's a good year, just given so many games have either been pushed out 
or like we've brought forward before to actually have something a bit weird like this be in the nominees for even the big Game of the Year awards, you know, like hmm. the Game Awards. Was well, because it's, it's six nominees, right? So, like, I could I could see that happening because, like, what what's coming out this year? Like, I feel like Horizon and Elden Ring are probably like Horizon wasn't a lock for me before, but now it honestly, unless there's some major announcements, it's it's almost a certain lock for being a nominee. I think. Yeah, and I was thinking mm. about that actually the other day because I was thinking, okay, well, what are the games that are kind of in that that the running already? And with with Starfield, with Zelda, both yeah. getting pushed. I think God of War will get pushed. So I'm well, kind of. Can I just quickly talk about that because, you know, they just posted a whole bunch of accessibility things and all this information about the game, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe it is like, <sighs> you think that they'd be talking about it more. I, I will know within a month, right, Swinny? Because it's so, like yeah. if they if they don't say something about it within a month, it's going to get delayed. Like you you got to yeah. hype it up from now. So, but, but yeah, then yeah. You, but then you've got you know, and, and while I'm not a I'm not a fan of the series, you've got Modern Warfare Two that could actually also be in the running. Not I don't think it would win, but that's also yeah, it'll get. You know, people in. love that series, yeah. and the first remake of sorts kind of did perform really well. So. Yeah, it's going to be but, interesting. But there's nothing really else. Like, it's kind of pretty wild. Yeah, it's... There, there's always going to be stuff that, that comes out of the woodworks. You know, sometimes it takes two. Nobody would have expected That's to true. be in the front running. That's so. true. Yeah, hopefully something else comes up. Um, so, uh, what, have I, what have I been playing this week? Well, I have clocked a short hike this week. Nice. Uh, this is a really awesome game. So I played this as part of like Epic Games. They gave away this game for free. I had seen it on the Switch. It's on GOG. Uh, sorry, not GOG. Itch.io. I think that's where it started. Steam. You can get it at a lot of places. And yeah, I'm like I think this game lives up to the hype that it had for it. Like when it was released a few years ago. It's an awesome game. If you have this game already somewhere or, you know, you can spare 10 or so bucks for it. I- I'd highly recommend it actually. It's just a very tight, small experience, which I very much appreciate. I feel like games are just way too sprawling and repetitive. And it feels like this game is like perfectly balanced in terms of you. if you want to do more, there's a lot of like little fun things to do versus like if you want to actually, um, you know, dive into it and really sort of get your head around different things that you can do in this game, you can you can do that. So... It's not very long. It's like an hour and a half or something like that to finish. Um, and I think maybe my guess would be about three to four hours if you wanted to do everything in this game. Um, and I love the art style. Like it's probably not coming quite through uh, with what you can see here. But when I played it, I've got it on my big monitor and it's just like massive chunky pixels. And just try to like illustrate the art style for podcast listeners. It's it's basically like if you could imagine, you know, 3D polygonal PS1-ish Katamari Damacy style colored world, but then they've put this heavy pixel filter over the whole game, like, and it really makes it like big and chunky pixels. And I actually love the art style, the art design, the sound design, and like, man, it's crazy. This game's only like a couple of people who made it, and it's short, but it's it's a pretty pretty. Cool game. And I totally understand how this clicked on the Switch. This is like one of those perfect Kismet Switch games where it's just like, it's 
made for that platform. So, have you guys so, played this game before? Uh, I haven't, no. but I was going to ask. Um, I'm sure that you had a, a desire to to play this game naturally, but did you possibly look at okay in the, all the library games I've got? How long to beat? Okay, <laughs> what's the shorter games in here? So I've got to complete some games to 100%. offset the offset the ones I, <laughs> I bought this year for my resolution. This is a hundred percent what I did. <laughs> You can even yes. see, you can even see in like our, our sheets and stuff like that. My resolutions tab, I've got like it all laid out in terms of the games that I've bought nice. and the games that I've beaten. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I keep buying games and not playing them. I, I blame you guys to a degree. I want to play It Takes Two with one of you guys and you guys don't want to play it because you're little bitches. I don't own the game. <laughs> I, I can give you a copy. That's how it works. I've bought it. Oh, no, it. sorry, sorry. I've got something else. All right, no, 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 no. You're logged in now, sweetie. No, no, no. You're logged in. You're logged nah, in. All right. Nah. Hey, you said you need a copy. I've got a copy. No, I'm, no, I was trying to do a bit where I had a different excuse each time you bring it up. So <laughs> Yeah, so, yes, 100%. I went on the list and I said, what's the shortest game? <laughs> then I filtered it by, like, ratings. And I was going through, I'm like, wow, Short Hike's got really good ratings and it's, like, a couple of hours to beat. I'm like, I'll, I'll play this. And, like, <laughs> as much as I'm, like, pretending to do this for the resolution, part of it is just, like, I don't have a shitload amount of time and games just don't respect my time. Like, games just overstay their welcome all the time and it pisses me off and I'm like, okay, these, this game's short, so I'll get into it and, you know, and play it. So, yeah, really recommend this game. I, uh, I love that. Games don't respect I know, my, yeah. my time. Inanimate object doesn't respect my time. <laughs> right, well, How like, dare it? The creators of the games don't respect my time, all right? Uh, so maybe another... you need to respect the time they put into making the game for you. I do respect it, but they don't respect my time. They've got too much fluff. The other game I was playing this week, and I clocked, I love was this game. Golf Story. So I love this game. I never finished it, and I went back, and I'm like, I want to finish this goddamn game. And, uh, you know, the last half or the last third of the game, I think is a little bit weak and actually <laughs> strangely buggy. And mm. it was like so much, bu- so, so buggy that I actually started reading online and people were having issues mm. with the bit that I was in. And oh. it was a pre-patched version where it would be like a game breaking bug and there was nothing you oh. could do and you'd have to start again from scratch, which thank God didn't happen to me. Um, so I don't know, one of those weird polish things. But, like, partly why I wanted to go back to this is because I always bang on about uh, sidebar games, the people, the Aussie devs who made this game, Mm -hmm. and really looking forward to Sports Story, which is their Mm. follow-up to this game, which is going to have cricket and tennis and a whole bunch of other sports that we don't fully all know yet. So, and that game has been in development for, like, five years. (laughs) It's kind of incredible. So, I'm really looking forward to that. But, um, Mike, you finished this game? We'll yeah, clocked it. you it. clocked Loved this it. game. I clocked this game. Oh god, we're just gonna be saying that all the time now. Well, you, yeah. you just keep pointing it out. Swinny. Yeah, yeah, you just pointed it out. Swinny. Okay, all it's right, the official term you. of the party. I watched it. Have you have you clocked this game, uh, Swinny? No, I played probably an hour of it. Oh, okay. Ah, you didn't like it? It was good. Really it was good. I love it. It's really it good. It was good. I just it was the first game I got on my Switch, and at the time. I think it just got lost in the fact this... that I had all these other games to play, like Mario Odyssey. Yeah, wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this, this is so much better than Mario Golf, the new, the new golf game. Yeah, the art style of this game is awesome. Hmm. And you know what the thing I, <clears throat> I love about this game almost the most is the text boxes in this game. Do you remember the text boxes, Mike? Yeah, uh, vaguely, yes. That like because they animate and then they like 
like lean to the side if it's kind of like an odd comment. It's just like very well executed. So yeah, I'm gonna be super into their next game when they release it. Same. I I'm, think I'm, I'll buy it at launch. Oh, I'm hundred percent buying Support it. Support the launch. local devs. Yeah, hundred percent buying it on launch. And I'm returning my copy of Mario. Just that game shits no, me. Oh, this no is the forty dollars fan, Mike. This is the, the forty dollar one that you got, right? Yeah, which isn't normally forty dollars. It's normally you know seventy bucks or whatever it is, <laughs> and it's just it's annoying. Why don't you sell it to Swinney for forty bucks? If he wants it, what? Sell me what? Mario, Mario Golf. Golf. Sorry, Mario, Mario Golf. Golf. Um, no, if I want a Mario Golf, I would have bought it by now. Mm. <laughs> I'm all sure right. it's alright. Anyway, yeah. and the other game I clocked was Splatoon Two. So yeah. another game that I haven't finished, and I'm actually so glad that I went back and beat this game. Because there's some really cool stuff, like, lore-wise that happens at the end. Um, and just to let you know, so when you had Splatoon 1 on the Wii U, they also had the online component and the single-player component. Single-player had a whole story to it. Then they had Splatfests, like, which were basically, like, community events. And they had a little tiny bit of a storyline. But the events of the final Splatfest, it was basically the two... Not protagonist, that's the wrong word, but like Callie and Marie, who are like, you know, the characters, the main kind of characters in Splatoon 1, you had to go either on Team Callie or Team Marie. And the 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 winner of that actually determined the story in Splatoon 2. And then in Splatoon 2, they did a similar thing with the final Splatfest with the protagonist of the new game. So I don't know, it's it's really weird this series. Like I love the lore, I love the art. It, yeah, like I'm playing this because I'm really, really hyped about Splatoon 3. Like so much so, I think I'll take a day off on that day so that I can play <laughs> Splatoon 3. Uh, I, I gotta say, the ignorant person that I am did not realize you can do a single player story thing in this. I always thought it was yeah. just a multiplayer thing. No, no, there's this, like... This looks really cool. There's like probably, you know, and you're a Nintendo Switch online subscriber, right? Yes. They've just made it free, the Octopath, uh, Octo, Octopath, the, uh, what was it called? The Octo Expansion. Mm-hmm. So, so that's if you're the expansion pack, though. Oh, is so, it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which might be. Well, I'm fairly Mike certain all, all, the, all those, all now, the DLCs, you, yeah. You're 100% right, Swinny, yeah, yeah. It's the expansion mm-hmm. pack version of uh, the Nintendo Switch Online. So there's about 10 hours worth of uh, single-player content in this game. And it, it, it's really cool. cool. Like it uses like the mechanics of each of the weapons and everything like that. It's mm-hmm. definitely beefed up a bit more compared to Splatoon 1. Splatoon 1 very much felt like this is a way to train people into how to use these weapons. Whereas I think they've lent in a little bit more in Splatoon 2. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's, it's really awesome. Uh, and then the other game that I started for some reason, given that I've got all these other games that I'm playing was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Just because so I love the Blind Forest so much, finished, mm. clocked that game, um, and wanted to loop back and finally play this game. And yeah, like, I, is it a criticism to kind of go, it just feels like more of the same? When mm. I love I loved the Blind Forest. I thought the Blind Forest was freaking awesome. So I, I never liked the more of the same argument unless you were expecting, they were... If you're expecting different, then I can understand disappointment. But it's like the whole Borderlands thing. It's like, well, if you enjoy the Borderlands gameplay, yeah. it's only criticism if you're expecting it to be different, you know? Yeah. How, how, yeah much, how much time was there bet- between Blind Forest and mm. Will of the Wisps? 
It's like three years, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, decent amount of time. Yeah. yeah, I think that's enough. I feel like because I yeah. played it a couple of years ago, I think, and then oh no, even last year, I think it was. Um, and even then, it was like enough time. I'm like, oh yeah, I can get back into this. Um, now I want to say something, and I'm so fucking sick of Microsoft. Fuck mm. you, Microsoft. This is a very standard controller. It's called a yes. DualShock Four. Yes, I should be able to play this fucking game, Ori and the Will and the Wisps, using this very popular controller. Thirty percent of PC players use this as a controller. I can't mm. use this when playing this game unless I use a third-party software to trick the game to think I'm using an Xbox controller. That's unacceptable. That's bullshit. And I like I've fucking like they're on my blacklist now. I'm not gonna subscribe Microsoft to Game Pass again. Okay. What about Windows? <laughs> Sneeze mid rant. <laughs> oh, it's a sneezy rant. <laughs> sneezy rant. No, no, Sorry, I'm not going to get Game Pass again. Fuck Game Pass, right? But what like, about I don't know Windows? No, nah, like Windows is fine. Um, what? Why? What do you mean why? You this is from the most inconsistent person in the history of man. Well, he's <laughs> of a man your... of principle. What are you talking <laughs> about? It's, it's not Game Pass that dictates it is. the controller it is. schemes. No, it is because Will of the Wisp, you can use a DualShock if you've installed it for Steam, but you can't so, use it if you use the Microsoft Store. Oh, or, I believe that's to do... Oh. It doesn't Steam have an overlay? Yeah, for like, kind like, of, like yeah. everything yeah. does. So everything like everything support. does. I play a short... A, like a short hike was made by like three people... And it shows the actual DualShock symbols in that game. Like, well, correct symbols. And then you can actually go into the options and it says, you are using a DualShock controller. That was like three people who made that game. It's bullshit, man. It's like, it's so anti-consumer and anti-fucking like player. But anyway, this game's a really great game. I feel bad for <laughs> Moon <Cool>. Studio. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. I think that feels, that's almost like, it feels like a... You should be slamming Moon Studio, not Microsoft. No, because they're not the publisher. It's Microsoft doing this bullshit stuff of you have to have X input instead of D input. That's like I know the actual technical problem with it, but it's fucking bullshit. It's it's a goddamn controller. Just make it work. Like I can live with this stupid like press the A button and it's actually the X button or cross as it's meant to be. Alright, sorry for reigniting the sneezy rant. <laughs> but mm. like I can live with the dumb Xbox button layout, right? But the fact that I couldn't even use it, like it, it stopped working, like midway in the game, I'm like, what the fuck? I googled it and people are like, oh yeah, if you do it through Game Pass, it won't work properly. I'm like, why? That's just bullshit. Why? There's no reason. There's no technical reason. It's fucking bullshit. But uh, yeah, really enjoying this game. It's a really great game. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, so my turn, is it? So I clocked three games, boys. That's like that's a record that's for me. Good. That's usually like a year. It's worked well for me. done. I'll, uh, I'll. Are you proud of me, a, Dad? I'll make I'll make you pick <laughs> a pixel art medal and mail it to you in the mail. What a prick! <laughs> no, no. Well done, well done. So uh, for a man for. A man with very little time on his hands. Uh, you, you did and the work. You put in the a work. A bunch of kids. Mm. So, uh, before I get into game games I've been playing, I just want to ask if you guys have seen. Uh, it's been for a few weeks now, but I just mm. I had I've forgotten about it. Uh, what Donut King is doing in Australia? No. So oh, they, yes, the PlayStation yeah. thing. Yeah, they've oh, got yeah, a promotion yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation. I saw that. Yeah. But it's and the I wrong colors, man. Tempted well, to buy donuts, but I'm too big for that well the thing is it's like yeah i'm not gonna buy donuts just for this fact but i'm like man like place what it is you know they've got a you can win a playstation 5 but they've got the donuts in the shape of the playstation symbols which yeah the I think sacred is, symbols yeah it's, it's really like cool. that so it's, it's kind of idea. like 
branded promotions that I think sometimes it. I don't know. I don't know if it's a winner in, in terms of the bottom line, but I think it's just a winner in terms of I look at. It, I'm like, yeah, that that makes sense. That's cool. I think so. it makes good sense. I mean, from a marketing perspective, I think it's awesome. Love it. Mm. I I remember walking past and think this is really cool. Mm. From a should fat nerds be eating more donuts? <laughs> eh, probably not. Well, they're well, getting their look, demos right. I, I would say that um, it's probably a good ta- target audience for them yeah, exactly. to, to, to Oh, it's, it's perfect. Pizza, they should go that, pizza Absolutely hard. perfect. <laughs> Don't like it. Yeah, pizza hard, any of those. Absolutely. It's, it's brilliant. Okay. I'm just thinking hmm, maybe people shouldn't be encouraged to eat more of that shit. And they should it. be encouraged to gamble as well. With the donuts. And gamble. Man, Australia is cool. Anyway. Not yeah, Australia is we crazy could, when it comes to gambling. We could do What's a special hell, episode man? on oh. gambling advertisements in <laughs> Australia. Reeling in, Reeling in Mike. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. Anyway, I'm not going to go off topic uh, like I normally do. Please, Swinney, continue with the games you've been playing. Yeah, so <laughs> I've been playing a fucking shitload of games this oh, week. Okay. Like, I kind of just went that's, wild. That's different for you. No, yeah. more than normal. Um, oh, more than what so. First of all, started I started a new RPG yesterday. Um, one guess it? who's who's the publisher of this RPG? Kemko. Uh Konami. And who's Co. the who's the developer of this RPG? Oh, uh, oh, I've forgotten the, name the names of, of the developers. Oh, I was hoping you uh, remember. We still don't have two hours. Maybe continue, and I'll try to remember. So, well, oh, I wasn't going to talk about this game very long. I was just oh, going to say uh, that yes, I did start a new Kemko RPG that's developed something? that's developed a- by. A-team? De- Shut up, Mike. That's developed by EXE Create. Oh, EXE Create. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway, so that, I'm not going to talk about that this week. Um, what game? What's but, the name of the game? Uh, in Infinite Links, I think. Oh, so, okay. yeah. Infinite <laughs> Links. Links anyway, is in the cat? I have, or Shut Links up. Is in... Shut up, Mike. <laughs> I've been yeah, playing a shitload of Game Pass games. Like, I looked at... I'm like, I'm going to catch up this week. That's what I said Ooh. at the start of the week. I didn't catch up, but I got damn close. I got like 10 games away because they just went and announced another nine games. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so not all of them are live yet in the service, but I've probably played about 12 or 13 Game Pass games this week. So, so wait, wait, wait. You're saying you got 10 more games to go and then you would have at least tried every single Game Pass game. Correct. So, so like, I think at that point, can we just quickly do a tier list? Just first impression tier list. That's what we can call it. We're not going to do that at the end of the year, which I literally drag, drag, no, we drag. I'm not going to talk about them. Yeah, you're gone. Not now, yeah. now, but I mean, like, top midway. ten. Top ten. Right, top maybe, ten. maybe not that'll every be a no, do, do, do a do do one of those lists. I want to like everyone favorite, most surprising game or no, fuck that funnest game. Everyone. <laughs> no, it's all or nothing, Mike. Yeah, come, come on. on, Mike. Right, we we go to pathetic. the extremes. You're yeah. pathetic, Mike. I'm just so, trying to give him more time back in his life. I have also been playing some PlayStation games as part of my PlayStation Pile of Shame resolution where I aim to complete 13 PlayStation console exclusives um, across the entire gen- like generations of PlayStation. Mm. So one of the games I played through this week was Flower. Oh, which is, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, play the that. P- the PS3 game from that yeah. game company oh. came out in mm-hmm. 2009. It got a PS4 port to by Bluepoint Games, which is the one I played, which is basically just a really cool artistic motion control flower game that a lot of people know about. It was very popular at the time. Very cool. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing Journey, which is by <laughs> that game company as well. Dude, that's what I was going to say. Journey. Journey and Flower are just like... The two kind of exclusive. I'm not sure if they're exclusive anymore, but back in the they're day, still, exclusive. They're still exclusive. To oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. 
but the thing is that game company got me looking at what are they doing these days because since journey that's journey's been it's been a while and mm. i know that there's you know like whatever but they, the last game they put out was a game called sky children of light which seems mm. to have won a bunch of awards but it was a mobile game and i'm thinking man that is the switch in game terms, into and it got a port to switch as well so the that i'm just looking at man they were on the trajectory of like they they were could have been a like a huge they were already a big name in the industry but that game company just feels like they've gone into obscurity since journey like it yeah. just feels like for a company that gone on that kind of you know from strength to strength what a what a weird thing for them to go i'm sure it's a good game i haven't played sky but anyway but and- like just to, just to probe this though i can i can totally understand how a decision like this was made right because, you know, you've done Journey, so you've done Flow. Because Flow, like, I know about yep. Flow as well, right? Flow, Flower, Journey, all, like, critically acclaimed, <clears throat> big name, like, probably some money behind them then, right? And then that's 2012, right? 2012, mm-hmm. you got to cast your mind back. That's, like, 10 years ago. Everyone in their dog's like, ah, oh, apps, games, that's the future. You know, PlayStation 4 is not going to work. Like, that's what people were saying back then, right? So I could kind of get the logic of, like, let's make a big... Let's put all of our effort into making, like, an awesome iPhone game. And it's a shame in retrospect, right? Hmm. And again, like, I'm, it may be a fantastic game. I don't know. But it just seemed like they were going to be one of those strong, like, indie game developers, you know, that just would... Yeah. But anyway... Well, 80, 82, that game got 82 out of 100 on Metacritic for the Switch. So the other game, so I did go back to Tales of Berseria this week. Um, I took a break from it um, because, honestly, the Aiden Chronicle fucked me up a bit. So that game is is was like 20 hours of constantly mashing the same buttons. And the problem <laughs> with the Tales games, the Tales games are the same thing where Why? all the battles just button mashing. So I'm Why like, man, I that? need to... No, but the thing is, Mike, it's like you don't... Like, it's not like I'm sitting there, oh, I'm hurting, I'm going to keep playing your game. It's just, like, you don't realise it until after it's fucking happened. So it's not like I said, oh, I'm going to give myself RSI by button mashing in a game. It just happens because you played a game for a while and you didn't realise you were going to get RSI from it. So the point I was going to make right. with that is that I... That's why I took a break from ta- of Tales, because I'm like, well, I'm not going to play this game if my hand is hurting me because I was button mashing so much in Aiden Chronicles. So... That's, yeah, so I did go back to it this week after I took that break, um, and I was hoping to have completed it by now. Honestly, I lo- there's a lot to love about Tales of Berseria, but also its map design is so much weaker than the other games in the series mm. that makes it a bit of a chore to, like, explore, whereas that used to be, like, my favourite part about those games. So I will I'll see where I land on that once I finish it. But Okay. So, all right, so I'm going to talk about some Game Pass stuff. Um mm. So last week we, I think, you said into got that to on my quest to play every Game Pass game available. That is not what I'm attempting to do because that would probably be impossible. I'm attempting to play all the games that are added in 2022. That's oh. the actual resolution. So, oh, okay. no, yeah. see, I thought you were ten games away from have playing like every game yeah, that's available in right the now. No, yeah, no. So oh. every single game okay. that's available that's added to the service in 2022. Yeah. Okay. So which. Do. there's been like 60 games added in so, sure um so there's a couple are bundled up here because i'm not going to really talk too much about them but they kind of hold a similar spot for me in terms of i guess what this resolution is um 
is Galactic Civilizations 3 and Crusader Kings 3. So both of these games are well-loved by the communities, that, especially Crusader Kings 3, that are into these genres. Um, and for me, this resolution was all about, like, it was an experiment to get me out of my comfort zone to say, okay, I'm jumping into a game, especially in a genre that I'm not familiar with, especially modern day, these kind of 4X strategy games, strategy games in general on PC. And, like, how does a game onboard new people? How do they tutorialize everything and also do they hook me at the end of it and both of these games um i think they've got so many systems that for a complete newbie to the series i think it is a very tough thing to actually to do a tutorial but i got you know i got through them and the whole thing is i knew by the end of the tutorial that i probably wasn't going to play more because i'm like look i see the mechanics of this game it hasn't hooked me enough and that really brings up the whole double-edged sword of some, a subscription service like Game Pass, where you aren't, you don't feel committed to a game, yeah, yeah, yeah. continue on beyond that because, well, I haven't paid any additional money for this. But the other part is, while I do get to experience games that I otherwise wouldn't have played, like I talked about Tell Me Why a long time ago, even a game mm. like Norco, I probably wouldn't have played right away. Um, so it's kind of like it's that real balance between it where you're going to get things that just don't click obviously and you've got things that it's will it's like a smorgasbord right but yeah. i don't think i've ever known one person in my whole life to say the best meal they ever had was from a smorgasbord <laughs> right it's always like oh yeah, it's yeah. a steak at this restaurant or lobster at that place so hmm. uh the next game i'll quickly talk about is one that you mentioned br- very briefly um i think it was last week mike or the week before unsold so unsold is a game preview game that was added to game pass basically it's a sole developer they're from uh, south korea and i liken the game to basically like it's like a hyperlight drifter style game with a very heavy emphasis on combos but man this game is just a great example of just throwing too much shit at you in one go. I told you! That's yeah. exactly why I couldn't keep playing it. I'm like, this is way too much. It is ridiculous. It's like, yeah. okay, you go through the first two couple of rooms, which are a tutorial, and then it keeps yeah. going and then adds the next room adds another entire system on top. <laughs> then the next room adds another entire system. I was like, just slow down, man. Like, yeah. introduce that shit later. Now, I know this is game preview. They will probably prove that stuff over time the idea is they get feedback you know they'll probably learn okay maybe we don't introduce this crazy secondary system right after we've just told you about the first system until maybe the second area of the game or something so that's why i didn't play anymore it was look it was okay um but i just again i wasn't anything remarkable but just yeah slow down with the systems man in these games so (laughs) Exactly what happened to me. Can I just say, I was just checking the Steam reviews. I always find that Steam reviews are like the best, like to Mm. judge a game. And it's like the main Steam review that people seem to like is exactly what you're saying. (laughs) It's like right off the bat, it throws all this stuff at you. Then then literally in the next room, it throws you a big combat focus tutorial and explains like five moves. (laughs) I was like, Jesus. And the things they, they make, they do the thing where... It gives you it's like a little mini objective in the tutorial that you mark off and you tick as you do it and then i just felt like they stopped doing that and i'm like wait so i, I just kind of they assume that i've actually learned whatever it yeah, was but so I, they didn't I, even confirm yeah. it but anyway so i i struggle with that big time because i'm a i'm a ditz when it comes to games like i'll just click mm. through things and i'm like oh shit i probably should have read that because i think that was important mm. yeah and then it's like if games don't hold my hand a little bit like i get fucked so 
So the two games I actually want to talk a little bit more to, and that's why I've got B-roll for them. The first is a game by the name of The Anacrusis. So this is a game that I've had on my list. It was added to Game Pass um, in January. Um, this is a game preview game as well. Uh, the reason I hadn't played it yet was because this is a co-op shooter along the lines of You're Left for Dead, um, four-player co-op, and it very heavy, heavy emphasis on that cooperation side. So unlike let's say a PvP game like your Halo Infinite or Call of Duty where you can just jump in and just experience the game and test it out by yourself. I'm like, I don't want to try this game with randoms. I didn't think it was the kind of... I, it just didn't feel the kind of game that I would like... I couldn't be bothered to like talk to you guys about it. So I, look, I've heard they're going to update the game with some bots to, to at least like play through a bit of it. So that's why I waited and they did add bots in April. Hmm. So I got to try this game out and honestly... I, this game's not too bad, actually. I it, it definitely feels rough still. Again, this is game preview, you know, the, the early access equivalent on Xbox. Um, so it's still got a long way to go. But this is from, I think it's the, the first game from the Seattle-based uh, Stray Bombay studio. And they're made up of two, I think it's two developers. Um, from one, one of them is from Valve. So they worked on Portal, Half-Life and Left 4 Dead, as you know, you can see the pedigree with that. And I think the other person was from Riot Games. And it's got a very unique kind of almost like 60s, 70s vibe to it visually mm. on, a, on a spaceship. And one that I thought was quite cool, but it's definitely not going to be everyone's thing. Like I could see people looking at this game, especially in the marketing materials and trailers they had when they announced this. It's been like, yeah, that game doesn't look that great. But I think it's all okay. I think, it, for instance, like I think it needs a proper melee um, ability. It's currently got like a little force pushback thing when you click the stick in to push the, the zombies and waves away. I think it needs a proper melee stuff like that. But yeah, look, I think it's it's something um, you know that if you get together some mates, will probably be a bit of fun. But I don't think it'll probably last you that long. Mm. But um, probably my favorite thing about it is um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in Left 4 Dead, I'm not sure if Back for Blood has it as well, but. There's moments where you will have to like set off a switch and you know waves of enemies are going to come and you've got to kind of like bunker down. Um, that does this, this game does this as well, but when they do that, it's like plays like disco music. <laughs> so I was actually, I thought that was really, really fun. So I, I like the vibe, really good use of color in this game. But yeah, that's the Anacrusis. I like the, 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 the sort of marketing element of this game. I remember when this was announced, it was like last year, wasn't it, or something? I think fairly certain it was last year, or is it maybe at the tail end of the year mm. before? Uh, I have a feeling this might have been like a game awards or yeah. kind of like one of the Jeff Keighley. We definitely shows spoke about it. It might have been Mike and I, like not last year's one, but the one prior to that or something. Mm. I remember seeing the art and the design of it, and I'm like, oh, it looks really, really cool. Like the style of it, but it just doesn't look like they have the budget to, you know, execute, I guess, what they exactly want potentially. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, obviously, this is Game Pass, so hopefully they got a good amount of money to keep mm. them going for a while. But, I mean, this game, no one talks about it. So <laughs> I hope that when it eventually goes to a full release, that maybe maybe it clicks with, with certain community and it might get a bit of interest. So. That's true. Mm -hmm. And the last game I'll talk about is Life is Strange True Colors. Yeah. So. This, uh, this is one that was added a little bit ago to Game Pass, but I've been holding off for a while because I wanted to give a, a, you know, a decent amount, a decent shot at it. And unfortunately, I didn't actually get a lot of time with this game, but I've enough that I feel that I you know, can talk to it. 
so for anyone that doesn't know life is strange is a narrative adventure game very much i think almost like the modern day choose your own adventures in terms of games um and i think anyone that's watched trailers for life is strange games whether or not it was the first two and their offshoots and all that stuff and, and this game i think they'll know whether or not the games for them straight away by watching that stuff um very much about you know conversations decision making very like this game is set in like a colorado small colorado town that just seems like the most impossibly hipster town ever like every single store is like okay it's a record store it's a this crystal store it's something i'm like this it just it feels very honestly feels very inauthentic in that regards but i've never been to colorado <laughs> maybe there's towns there that are like that but um but look i thought i think this game's pretty all right i in terms of like the narrative hook uh, something like tell me why which which was made by the original life strange developers don't nod that had a story that hooked me right away whereas this one i didn't play far enough for it to actually really say what was actually going to happen you know not what's going to happen but what is the main narrative thread you know so i think i'll probably play it a little bit more to see if that hooks me but um there's like some things about this game this game actually i think looks absolutely gorgeous it's um a huge step up from the original life is strange games in terms of um just visuals and and mocap and everything like that and you know and it's got ray tracing options which I know there are games that have ray tracing on these newer consoles, but it does feel like so far a very like it hasn't del these new consoles haven't delivered on that promise no. as much as as you know you would have wanted them to by now. And I was thinking of the games that you know in that regard, you know, a game like I know Hitman Three is meant to have it. You know, Stalker Two will have it. The new Cyberpunk um, update apparently has it. But there's so many games where I'm would have expected it to be there and it's just not there so we'll see look we'll see where we are two years time with that stuff hopefully that's more standard or maybe at that point the the shine <laughs> has has worn off and people <laughs> don't care and it's it's not worth the the hit on the performance you know so i feel like ray tracing is the biggest like hype bs like i don't know i, I don't see many like games like when they use it i've switched back and forth in lots of games where it has ray tracing or not, I'm like, yeah, I can tell, but it's not blowing me away. Like other generation jumps, you know, when we, when even like when it went to 360, I was like, whoa, this looks crazy. Well, yeah. Like something like Call of the Sea, that was, that was huge, but also I think they did so much more because I played it on the Xbox One x and then went to the xbox series x and i think the they they changed a lot of stuff visually about that and it wasn't just the ray tracing that mm. made it look great mm. but yeah so i i hadn't have been meaning to try out cyberpunk but i'm kind of still waiting for that new dlc so. <laughs> yeah. and life is strange that stays with square enix yes deck nine didn't get sold to embracer is that correct i mean i don't know if deck nine are actually owned by square enix or not i think um, they are yeah but I, I, well, I thought so. I think they're Square Enix Europe or something like that. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm checking it out. It um, just seemed like Square Enix were like all of their Western IPs just whack them on Game Pass. <laughs> they're just like ah, they're all horrible. Just put them on, get whatever money we can. I, I can't see that they're owned by anyone. Oh, okay, interesting. I, I could be wrong, but it's they've worked on a bunch of stuff that's not published by Square Enix. So. Oh, okay, fair enough. They might not be then. Yeah, like they they're actually working on the Expanse Telltale series, which is published by Telltale mm. Games, so. 
Or it's TBA. Who knows just, if that actually happens? I just so. really can't get into those Telltale games, but I would love to play them. I don't know. There's a few that are coming out that I might check out, but we'll see. You need a Battlestar Galactica. Telltale. Yeah, that would be cool, man. There are there are a couple of Battlestar Galactica games that I'm like interested in, but anyway, that's a dark path to go down. All right, let's jump into the news proper. Sony have finally revealed their first list of games in their PS Plus subscription service, and that will include a lineup of Ubisoft classics. The list includes a mix of PS5, PS4, PS2, PS1, PSP games across different tiers. Once again, PS3 games and streaming will not be available here in Australia, down under. We don't have good enough internet. Damn you, bloody... Liberal government kicked you out finally after nine <laughs> years for the MBN, you bastards. Uh, launch dates for the new subscription services uh, in Asia, May 24th, which is only a couple of days from now. Japan, June 2nd. North and South America, June 13th. And of course, Australia's last. And Europe and New Zealand in June 23. So we'll bring up the library, but... I Gotta say, boys, you know, when I saw the library of games that are coming out, I'm like, mm. this is pretty decent. Pretty good. I got pretty hard. This, this is Jesus. pretty good. It's pretty good. Let's scrub that mic comment from the record. <laughs> yeah. So I just brought it up now. Let's see if I can zoom in into a little bit. So these are, you know, you get the monthly, you know, benefits, all that kind of stuff. I'm still super interested to see what they keep and get rid of in terms of the monthly games i feel like that's gonna suffer (laughs) yeah and i just want to clarify uh, some of these titles may may vary based on the the local markets Mm. so they they had that as a disclaimer i imagine 98 percent of them probably gonna be the same but there might be odd game here or there that might not be available in a certain region yeah but man how many good games do do you want to go through well give us some highlights just some highlights and i'll probably say the ones that haven't been on other things recently Mm. or currently so this is for plus extra and premium and deluxe man these names are horrible (laughs) uh so some of those standouts i guess death stranding director's cut demon souls uh, the PS5 theme song. Yeah, the PS5 one. Nice. Uh, Miles Morales and uh, Mar- uh, Marvel's uh, Spider-Man. Wow. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. This is Ghost of Tsushima's Cut, no Director's Cut. Yeah. Returnal. Uh, yep. Uh, that's, that's probably some of the biggest Red ones. Red Dead. Well, I can look. Red Dead was on. No, but this one on this guess, list. This is, still... We're going through the PlayStation okay, right. Studio one. So. Right, right. So, like, that's a damn good lineup. And then you combine Ooh. that with what we had as the existing PlayStation Plus collection, which had most of these games. I'm not sure. I think some of them weren't there. And then the third party one was really where I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of pretty interesting. So I'll try to skip the Ubisoft ones, but Mm. you've got stuff like, you know, the classic ones that seem to be on all subscription services like Celeste and, you know, uh, Dead Cells, which always seemed... And Hollow Knight, which always seemed to come in and out of those kind of services. Has uh, Control been added uh, available in the past to PS Plus? Um, yes. I think it was actually on PS Plus from memory, but not the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think... Well, is that right? Or was it the Ultimate Edition was on PS Plus, but it was the standard one on Game Pass? Mm, I can't remember. remember. I've yeah, so many different platforms been like now. That. Uh, Red Dead 2, as Mike said. Mm. Um, Valhalla. Yeah, like, well, I didn't want to get into those ones because, yeah, like, awesome games. 
then the classic lineup, they're starting to finally trickle it out. And I mean, we are falling into the trap of like talking about this and falling into their trap of their marketing plan, right? <laughs> of, well, like also, talking I'm about not, some of the games. Don't care about them. And they've also said, oh, shut up, Mike. And they've also said, <laughs> I don't. Well, we are talking about it, you idiot. Well, the point no, is, like, talk- they let they let us talk about it. Some people do care about this. No, no, I know, games. but I'm saying marketing, schmarketing. Not everyone falls for that. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the game, the classic games. No, no, no Mike. I'm they're saying marketing. they're trickling out the games, so people keep talking about it. So, like each time they trickle out a new, oh, here's a whole bunch of other games. They get free marketing for it. We are serving their purpose I, by doing I'm, this I'm podcast. Not, I refuse yeah. to talk about it then. Good. Well, All right. Put it on you. <laughs> the thing is, we've put like the there's been lots of rumors and lots of listings on the back end and stuff that like we haven't talked about because we're waiting for them to yeah. give us an indication. And I will say there's some stuff here that I do like, but the volume is very underwhelming so far. Well, um, but we know that it's going to be like 800 games total. Yeah, I I still want to see more though. Uh, yeah, because this is the part I'm most interested in. So. <laughs> but that's the question, right, Sweeney? Are they like shooting their load early, right? Are they trying to like put all the best <laughs> games in early, and then like all this crap trash is going to come later? I don't know. Well, if these are the best games, well, some of these games are right. But if these are best games, then I, I weep for the remaining ones. <laughs> yeah. um, but look, there's some good ones here. You have got Ape Escape, one, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash. Which, which one will talk about? Um, you know, Superstardust Portable is the lone PSP one that they've announced so far. It's kind of weird that they bundled PSP and PS1, but it makes sense they did that because there's only one PSP game uh, in this list. But it's, I then, think it's the same architecture, the PS1 and PSP, from memory. Yeah. And you've got things like, in terms of third party, like Tekken 2, which is yep. kind of like, to just randomly pick Tekken 2 out of the list is, is pretty funny. But, um, and... Two Worms games, you know. Yeah. Just if if you don't, you're not satisfied with one. You got two in this list. <laughs> worms Armageddon probably the best version of Worms that you can get. Yeah. So I like look. And I then like also these, games. these remasters. It's interesting they put this like as a separate category. There's your Kingdoms of Amala re reckoning, right there. Yeah. So I was I was going to get to the PS, um, the PS2 ones in a second, but just in terms of the PS1, this is actually one of the ones I'm most interested in. So I just want them to give me more in this regards. Yeah. Um, like that's, it's the fact that this is not enough for me to, to get me to sign up yet. I need to see more. But it's, a, it's terms, good so far, right? PS1, I definitely think there's, there's a lot of games. I think that yeah. I'd really like to see mm. in there. Um, PS2, I think fares better. But these, as you were mentioning, these are, these are like the PS4 releases of these games that were already available in the past. But hey, look, they're still PS2 games at, at heart. But Apescape 2, the Dark Cloud games. If you love Jack, um, you can have a bunch of Jack, Jack and Daxter games out of here. <laughs> uh, Rogue's Galaxy, I'm really looking forward to. That's a level five game there. And Wild Arms 3. So a really cool... Actually, I, that's probably my favourite part of this list is these PS2 games. And yep. as you said, the third party ones, it's weird because these ga- a lot of these games are like technically like new games you know as you said like kings yeah. of Amalur re-reckoning is a new game it's just oh. a, a remaster um same with borderlands handsome collection was you know a, a new version well, of that they were game. like ps3 mostly games apart from borderlands right no but they're, P- they're ps3 games that were got newer ports yeah, yeah so no i get that i get that yeah, no yeah. i get that it's just yeah it's a it's a really weird list like because they yeah. technically don't talk about any ps2 games there's just original playstation game psp and there's no actual PS2. It's not like, here's a PS2 game. Well, that's what 
they're like, okay, those PS4 versions are technically used to be PS2 games. Yeah, but that's weird. So that's, yeah, not that really a PS2 off, game, but okay. I hope yeah. that's not what they're doing in general. <laughs> but look, Maybe the thing is trying to trickle it. Like but there's said. a lot of games there I do want to play. So that I'm actually mm. happy with with what they've revealed there so far. Um, obviously, uh, the PS3 stuff, um, there's there's good stuff in there, but we, we can't use it. We can't so. use it. But mm. to be honest, given that it's streaming, I'm not interested in playing it. Like, I've I've tried the streaming stuff a lot, like in with local, you know, Australian servers, and it's just like, it, it works okay for some games. But most of these games, it would just give me the shits. So and what I would give to have a non-streaming version of PS3 Demon Souls, you know, like oh, that's yeah, on the yeah. list for this. Um, it's a shame, but look, as I think you mentioned in the past, like there's potentially ways that they could do it from 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 a non-streaming standpoint. Oh, but for just sure, the, the investment versus the investment. what they would get out of it. Um, yeah, for me, it would be like Red Dead Redemption. Like I'd love to play that on the PS5, but the PS3 game. Like there is a remake coming out. Is it? Yeah, there's, I heard so, there's a remake of the original and an upgrade yeah, of the. Let, let's clarify. There's there's, <sighs> there's heavy rumors. There's, there's heavy rumors. No, no, rumors. no they're, well, they're reputable yeah. rumors, but they're still rumors. Yeah, so, well, yeah. they're remaking yeah. a game. Wow, that shocks me. No, but I'm yeah. saying I'd, I'd just be waiting for that. Um, I, I look. So I I reckon. So someone who's got Game Pass, for example. You're going to be hard pressed to try to jump onto this unless you want to play some of those exclusives. But if you're mostly PS5 slash PlayStation, oh my god, this is really good. As in, think about all the cool games you get. Even in just one year of membership, you get to play so many awesome games on that platform. Plus, I almost see it as a bonus, although I guess some people see it as as the primary reason. You get to, to play all the classic games as well. Mm. To me, it seems like really good value. Like, what is it, 130 bucks off the top of my head? I think it was to be able to get most of these unlocks. That's a not a bad price for a year, right? 10, 10 bucks a month, give or take. <laughs> and you get to play Returnal. You get to play Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut, no less. There's so many awesome titles on there that... I reckon, yeah. Mike, that like what will end up happening, there'll be some sale at EB Games or JB Hi-Fi in Australia for the... The, the deluxe plan, and mm. then it'll be like, ah, oh, just get it. <laughs> you so know, I just want, just want to clarify. So, the standard pricing for the deluxe package, so the, like the one that gets you everything, mm-hmm. is 155 for 12 months, not yeah. 130. So, I just want to clarify that. Which is like double than what I'm paying now, like maybe more. I think I'm paying like 60 to 70 bucks a year. But so, look, and look, and they've announced, they've announced information about the time-limited game trials i find the concept of paying for a demo to be absolutely ridiculous i'm sure they're Uh, more doesn't bother me i'm sure you get more out of them than you do the traditional like idea of a demo but still the fact that that's exclusive to people that are paying i think it's exclusive to the higher tiers or at least the the, it is it is yeah premium and deluxe so premium for us so that's the highest tier. I I I'm not a PlayStation fanboy, but I kind of defend them a little bit here because demos are just like no one does demos anymore. It takes too much dev time to make demos, right? So most games don't have demos. And then I'm not actually a big fan of the way Steam does it, which is like you buy it and then you have to refund it within two weeks or less two weeks and less than two hours of gameplay, right? Because it's also the gameplay, it, it could have bugs and startup and everything like that. 
I understand that it's like Sony is doing the work for devs to do this okay. counter stuff. So, like, because they're doing work, I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit on this. And I actually really like this. Like, this is kind of like... This is the exact thing that would be interesting for me for games like Horizon Forbidden West. It's like, ah, do I really want to play this game? Two hours is plenty of time to get your head around it. So I, I kind of actually like that element of it. And then you don't, you're not committing to buying it. You're just trying it and then there will be a counter and you'll get booted <laughs> out after two hours. So I just don't understand this. It's like only select games. I thought this was going to be all games or almost most games, but... I know it says most games here, but it's. I just find it really weird so the way too, they're yeah, rolling I thought this it's out. It's just a licensing thing, and they just revoke the license, basically. Yeah, and then the monthly refresh is exactly how they've captured it, like all of that kind of stuff. So just the Ubisoft games quickly. Um, yeah, like I, I. So this is all going to be part of the subscription as well, and it's. I think it's pretty decent actually. Like Valhalla, so, you're going through. No, I was just going to say we. We should probably just frame it first. So there, there were two announcements here. So the fact that Ubisoft Plus as a service is eventually coming to PlayStation 5, which we yeah. knew was kind of happening anyway. It's also coming to Xbox. But as part of this, their brand, what they're calling the Ubisoft Plus Classics, which are the selection <laughs> of games they're adding to PS Plus as part of the bundling into these higher tiers. So I just want to clarify, it's not the entire Ubisoft Plus. It's their... Just like a curated list, so but it's, yeah. a, it's a good curated list. Yeah, launch with twenty seven titles and then grow to fifty by the end of the year. So double in size compared to this. But like Valhalla, like it's all these kind of games. Like I wouldn't mind playing Valhalla, but I don't necessarily want to buy it. So these kind of you know subscription services are like kind of perfect for that kind of stuff. And things like Star Trek Bridge Crew, if I had the PSVR, I'd be really keen to try that out. So, and like the Trials games, I'm sort of like, I love Trials so much HD on the 360. Like, I do want to actually play them again, but I always hear mixed things about them. So, yeah. But hey, yeah. they're basically free. Hmm? Yeah, it's interesting. So, they, they put like Valhalla, but they don't have Far Cry 5. Yeah. yeah. Far Cry 6, uh, was, which is really interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, it's um, Valhalla's probably the one that stands out that's a more recent title, whereas mm. the rest of them are basically either the original in the series yeah. or games that are kind of oldish now, like, like yeah, Watch Dogs, the original yeah, exactly, Watch Dogs, exactly. or I just find that a bit... You know what I think they're doing, yeah. though? It's 27 titles to 50. I can imagine some of those games, not all, but maybe Watch Dogs 2 will be coming in three months from now, and then maybe well, Far Cry even 6. Even Legion, in, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Legion is probably more of a tentpole thing they can announce and get a bit more of a headline. Mm. Mm. Um, so true. yeah, that it's makes a pretty sense. average game, by the way. But anyway, I guess yeah. they needed they needed a big game, so that's probably why they did the Valhalla, which mm. is interesting. I guess also it's a chance um, to upsell people to the new expansion, which is pretty costly. So mm. um, maybe they'll trading on the idea that hey, we'll get people to buy Dawn of Ragnarok if mm. they like this. Because so. but you know it's not enough <laughs> two hundred hours of playtime in that game, even for more. <laughs> But the one thing that actually like threw me for a six was uh, the announcement by Ben Studio that they're actually going to have trophies retrospectively added into Siphon Filter, the PS1 classic game, which this is awesome. This is like kind of a very anti-Sony move, really. 
Like, Sony are pretty bad with this kind of stuff, like, mm. their history and everything like that. And it's, to me, like, a very encouraging sign that Sony are doing this. And you can get a platinum <laughs> in Siphon Filter for PS1. That's pretty crazy and kind of awesome. So, I did notice that you didn't include this in the story, so when your Xbox bias shines I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I wrote I write the entire run sheet and I missed something. Like, <laughs> no, I thought it was more the bias that you're like, no, oh, trophies aren't awesome. real. I think this is awesome. Like it's, And it also spurred people that are big in the Xbox achievement community like Stallion 83 where who you know he created a video is like oh they're putting this on playstation and he goes and grabs his copy of like dead or alive beach volleyball on the <laughs> xbox and is like what what achievements in this thing damn it you know can so, i ask a dumb question about xbox so 360 introduced achievements yeah did they go back with xbox and add no. achievements? really so there's there's no wow. there's no the the only games that would have ever gotten achievements are any games that got ported or got new versions like fable anniversary yeah. um definitely no uh, backwards compatible xbox or og xbox games none of them have achievements so man honestly i'll never think of there would be a day where sony would be doing more from the kind of trophy achievement side than than microsoft that that kind of blows me it, away actually it'd be interesting to see how widespread this is um you know obviously bend yeah studio is is um you know they're they're very active studio and they're very uh they're they're still around whereas you know something like jumping flash i don't know if that's going to get achievements added yeah. to it you know it's especially since they they killed off japan studio <laughs> but anyway yeah um, it does seem like they have to do it very manually to every game that they want to do it and they've already said they're only doing it for select titles but you know in the very sony way i wouldn't be shocked if it's like you know like hardly anything at all so but it's pretty cool that they're even adding it into like it kind of does even though i don't give a shit about trophies it it gives you that extra impetus to go oh yeah maybe i'll try a siphon filter out it's kind of cool so all right let's get into the swinny segments yay i'm actually <laughs> looking forward to these ones yes so do you want me to take over to this one I wasn't looking at you, so you needed to verbally say that, but that's fine. Uh, no, so I'll, I'll have... let me talk about Greedfall. Like, what yeah, are... <laughs> and I'll talk about the other one. <laughs> I'm like, you're nodding at me. I'm like, not even looking at the screen because I'm looking at the run sheet, you bastard. All right, so the first of these two uh, special Swinny segments is very unexpected announcement of a, to, for a sequel of a game that I absolutely love, and I've talked about a lot on this show. Um, tried to be an advocate to get more eyes hopefully or play uh, people playing this game it's working is uh greedfall 2 was announced called the dying world mm. so as part of i i think it was nakon's big ben week which is a thing that i didn't know was even happening um the announcement uh happened and just like the first game it's from the french studio spiders who are known for the technomancer of orcs and men uh mars warlogs bound by flame and obviously greedfall the first game which that game came out in uh, 2019 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, actually sold apparently 2 million copies, so it's a, definitely their biggest selling game, and received uh, a next-gen update last year, which uh, we talked about quite a bit, uh, alongside a, a, a piece of DLC. So Greedfall to the Dying World was, is scheduled for 2024, so it's quite a while away. Uh, for consoles and PC, we obviously don't know specific consoles right now, but um, considering Spider's game that's coming out soon is only for PS5 and Xbox Series X, I have a feeling it's probably only going to be for those consoles. 
Um, but yeah, Greedfall 2. So this is a really interesting idea for a sequel because the events of the first game definitely don't really position itself well for a sequel. So what they've done, they're actually making a prequel. So it's actually set three years before the events of the first game. Nice. And instead of playing as the Desade family, uh, who basically come to this new world of Tier 3D, you actually play as one of the Tier 3D natives that's been taken away from the world um, by force. And basically, you know, you have to, I guess, reclaim your place. And, and it, it's a good excuse as well to, to have some new settings and new, you know, I guess, new environments to explore. Based on the trailer, I definitely think it's probably still running on the same engine. So I imagine it's something that they're probably able to get off the they're able to get off the ground quicker than the new IP they're working on, in terms of like getting to the point where they can announce it. But it is really interesting because Steel Rising, that's the other game that they're that they're working on. That's wrapping up and coming out in September. That's that game is much closer to a Souls like than something like Greedfall. Greedfall, for anyone that doesn't know, basically is like a Bioware style action RPG. It's it like Mass very, Effect, right? Anyways? It is very much hmm. it's very um, focused on your companions and companion quest lines and loyalty quests and all this stuff. It's very similar to your Mass Effect or your Dragon Age. Hmm. Whereas Still Rising the game, the other game there working on is very much like you were a single um character and you're going through these battles and stuff it's still an rpg apparently but it, it's interesting to me so that game actually saw a slight delay um but they did announce a new story trailer for it uh, sorry reveal a new story trailer for it this week but i still haven't yet i've still yet to see what i want to see out of still rising which is does it have uh, many rpg mechanics where you can actually go to a hub area and speak to characters because that's what i love about spiders games and mm. uh, get cl- more and more i'm getting the feeling that might not be the style of game it is but i'd love to be surprised but it's interesting for them to announce this game before they've released that game and it tells me okay it get, kind of gives an impression that maybe they're not expecting still rising to go as well as griefful mm. I, I could be wrong but it's almost like okay we want to announce griefful too so that we can keep the fan base happy especially if Steel Rising is different to their other games. It's less of that traditional RPG style. But there's look, there's a lot of people that are still looking forward to it. Um, and I, quite I like, am. This looks so cool. I quite like the story trailer. Yeah. I think it's the best trailer to put out, which makes sense. It's furthest in development. But I think that some of the other trailers I've had have been a bit hit and miss for me. Um, but I'd, I'm still looking forward to trying it, of course. And as I said, it's uh, you know it's very Soulsy and combat like and. Just coming off the cool. back of Elden Ring, it's going to be interesting to see how other games compare. So, and uh, we're about to soon talk about another Souls like game. So. Yeah, I gotta say, like, <laughs> I do pity all the games like that are following Elden Ring in that category, especially any open world Souls games. Yeah, they must just it's... look at Elden Ring and go, "Fuck!" Like, how it's do we just like separate ourselves from them? Yeah, the timing of all this is is probably interesting. I think it's really smart for them to get ahead of the the all the news that's going to come out of the next few weeks that's from true. from the like summer games fest, the Microsoft stuff. Like we saw last year, Elix Two announced during E three, I think it was, or like on the tail end, and nobody was talking about that. Mm. Um, it's it's you just get drowned out. So I think they do that was a wise choice to to announce it ahead yeah. of time. So it, we even see it within our numbers that like people's viewership goes through the roof around that E three period of time. Mm. But it's it's like what you're saying, it's a dual edged sword. It's 
you know, yes, there's eyeballs, but there's also so much supply of news. So, you know, if you're not in the top 10 of like the big heavy hitters, stuff just gets buried. Like, you know, we probably could look back and go, oh shit, that was announced. We didn't even remember. It was that E3 period of time, so. And look, last thing I'll say with this, Greedfall definitely has the most name recognition of all the Spiders games. And part of that's also, look, it was added to Game Pass. It was a PS Plus game, you know. So I think they've got a good chance to really build on that. Um, I guess that player base that they had given away with those games, so, mm, all those true. free games. So that's true. So yes. So the next game, uh, and the last new segment for the day is, well, for the night, I should say, Thank one of know. my favorite games I played last year. Uh, uh, Cosmic Horror Souls like Hellpoint is actually getting a next, a proper next gen update for uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X alongside. Excellent. A new DLC. Um, now, mm. the new D- the DLC was actually announced before, which I didn't know. I'm like, oh, it's a brand new announcement. Um, that was announced back in August, but the uh, what they announced this week is that it's coming alongside the, the next-gen update on July the 12th. So Hellpoint came out in 2020. It's from Cradle Games and published by Tiny Bill. And the update will feature 4K resolution, 60 frames a second, and faster loading times. Now, interestingly, when I played Hellpoint on the Series X, there was an option that I could untick in the menu that basically gave me 60 frames a second anyway, but there Mm. weren't any other kind of visual improvements from, you know, it being on the new generation, next generation console or anything. But I'm, I'm... Looking forward to having a reason to play through this game again. I, this Hellpoint really, really surprised me. I think it's a game that when you first start it and you play through the first area or two, I don't. I think it really undersells the the what's special about this game. As I said, it is a Souls like, but it's got its own really cool, unique mechanics. I think that um, I don't. If they may have updated it recently. I'm not sure, but I think it definitely still needed a bit of work in terms of just making the UI a bit more readable and user friendly. And that's things, you know, they are adding some quality of life options with this update as well. So they're going to be adding in uh, inventory management, which is, I think, really, really good. You know, you want that kind of stuff in a game where you're going to have different armor sets and weapons and upgrading materials and things like that. Um, And they're also going to add the ability to respec, which I Mm. think is, honestly, at this point, look, we all love Dark Souls 1, but... That's a mechanic I don't think you can ever go back on in in the, that kind of genre. You need the ability Agreed. to respec in in a Souls like, uh, especially when these games are built around the idea of being obtuse and not knowing exactly yeah. what you know attributes are going to allow you to use what weapons and abilities as you go through the games. So <laughs> imagine if Elden Ring didn't have respecking. With all the sort of vigor issues that people were having, right? Oh my god! And the oh amount god. of like runes you need to get, people yeah. have lost the plot. <laughs> like absolutely. So yeah. the new DLC, which is called Blue Sun, will obviously have new areas, new weapons. Um, so I'm really, I don't know how big it's going to be. The areas in Hellpoint are pretty sizable, so hopefully it's a pretty substantial DLC. Mm-hmm. But I really, really recommend Hellpoint to. To anyone that loves Dark Souls, I just, as I said, like just give it a bit. I think it's a game you really have to kind of get a little bit into before it starts to show what's special about it. I so. will definitely grab this. Well, I mean, I have a copy from when it was free. I think on um, Epic, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, was it? Okay. Basically, when it came out or something, it was free, and if I remember correctly, and I had the, I had the Switch version. It's the only game that I actually 
um, ended up asking for a refund. It just didn't. Mm. It, it just played really <laughs> badly on the Switch. Yeah. It was disappointing. So I'll buy it if I don't already own a copy on Xbox for sure. I, re- really cool. I reckon Swinny would make so much money as a video game consultant. Mm. Like in terms of like not like QA. That's the wrong way to think of it. But almost like you know the game is like six months to three months out from publishing. It's like all right. Go through it, analytically judge the first, you know, three hours of the game, how it hangs together, what's missing, all that stuff. And, and because you're such a good writer as well, I feel like you could make, like, a fortune doing that shit. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's a compliment. <laughs> um, it's yeah, unlikely I, to give a compliment. That's why one you're, thing sh- you're shook. One thing I will warn people about our point, it, it is a little buggy. So it's a small developer. So I think it's the kind of game where you kind of need to ride with it a little bit. Is this Eurojank? I don't know where um, Cradle Games are based, but there's. before we wrap Let's up the out. segment, I just wanted to say that there is actually a very similar game that came out this week called Dolmen. Oh. That is also a cosmic horror oh, souls like. No, no, there's no, there's no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the B roll. I just wanted to mention, but it's a game that like I just randomly saw it on a YouTube channel that I'm subscribed to, and I'm like, I didn't even know this game was out coming out this week. It's and it looks all right. It's from a Brazilian studio called Massive Work Studio. So Dolmen, I don't know if it's gonna. Re- I'm gonna wait till the reviews start pouring because it's mm. like a sixty dollar game. Otherwise, oh, I'll wow, to pick it up. So. It looks. I, I saw a whole bunch of um, gameplay footage and stuff like that, and it looks really interesting. I think it's definitely something I'll play. It feels oh, polished but not at the same time it's hard to describe it kind of like hellpoint it's got the same sort of feeling as hellpoint where you go it's clearly not a triple a title mm. but it still looks really cool um oh by the way i think the the cradle game dudes where you're looking Quebec. at as well into yeah, yeah. from canadia canadia cool. i think you could be so. eurojank in your heart yeah <laughs> Even I don't though, think you need to be from Europe. Maybe the be, developers were originally from Europe. There you you go. could be honorary Eurojack. Yeah, Eurojack. Let's, re- let's reach out to these guys and ask them, where, where did you guys originally come from? And do you consider yourself Eurojank? They look they're, kind of European. They're probably watching and going, oh, look at this guy. He's talking about our game. And then we go, oh, this is Eurojank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I like the term Eurojank to me is not a negative term. So it's so. a term of endearment. It's it is a term of endearment, no joke. So. I right. just talked about Greedfall, how much I love that. So. I know, it's true. You got through the Swindy segments. And now we are doing one min for the Swind, the famous, infamous mm, the best segment bit. where we wrap up the news. We bring up a counter, count down one minute. Each week, Swindy will say one extra word total. He is now at a whopping 196 words in one minute, <laughs> which is super awesome. What is that? Is that like 196 divided by 3.2 words a second, <laughs> which is pretty I, wild. I am probably the least confident it's I've okay. ever been this week because when I was kind of like reading through my head early when I wrote them up, I'm like, oh man, there's some stuff I'm going to stumble on here, 100%. So. And you are writing these, so you can you can write them in a way that doesn't trick trick you like you tricked me well i try i try <laughs> to do that but there's still times where it's like well if i want to say the fact that it's coming to ps4 xbox switch you know like there's no way you're getting around how to write that so. oh you could write like all next gen consoles couldn't you i'll try that i'll try to do yeah. that all right well as always swinny gets to start can, by can, saying and then i'll jump can in someone move off the cell so it's white oh, sorry. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. <laughs> no it's trying to throw you <laughs> 
Norman Reedus claims Death Stranding 2 is in early development. Techland are working on an open world fantasy RPG with former CDPR staff. The Last of Us remake will apparently be released this year. Thunderful Games have revealed three unannounced Steam World games are in the works. Fall Guys is going free to play and finally coming to Switch and Xbox. The Witcher 3's next gen version will now release in late 2022. Square Enix will share more news on Final Fantasy 7 next month. Skyrim Anniversary Edition has been rated for Switch in the country of Taiwan. Xbox Live has been officially shut down on Windows phone devices. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund has purchased a 5 cent stake in Nintendo. EA was once set to merge with NPC Universal according to Comcast CEO Brian Roberts. Sony will reportedly donate to an abortion fund after criticism of CEO Jim Ryan's statement last week, while Bungie's CEO said the studio won't be muzzled by Sony. Netflix will show off its cyberpunk anime series next month. Keiji Inafune is launching a, ro- a range of robot-style, robot-master-style NFTs called Beast Droid. And finally, <laughs> multiplayer horror game Dead by Daylight is getting a dating sim spin-off called Hooked on You. And oh, that's like I don't know who changed He's... that. The only stump... <laughs> proper stumble I had was because I wanted to avoid saying bestiality roid in one min for the swing. You bastards. I didn't write that. <laughs> well, wait, what, 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 so wait. What the, it's called, be- his, his NFTs are called beast roid. Oh. And somebody renamed no, no, he, it to bestiality roid. No, it's not bestiality. Well, be- beast, well, beast look, he, he misspelled it. He misspelled it again. This is the awesome thing of it. He misspelled bestiality, the idiot. <laughs> One thing that you can then claim is that <laughs> Mike is not searching because he doesn't know how to spell it. So that's a that's pro. True. That's a pro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's a pro. Oh, look, um, there, there's actually a few stuff. There's a few stuff to talk about, but mm. I, um, maybe I've, I've got to just take a be back in one second so I'll, okay uh, if you guys want to cover yeah, good it. timing um sure. what's what's something that when you wouldn't want to talk about maybe the saudi arabia thing i was like so bummed out to hear that the company yeah. i love nintendo one twentieth of it yep. is by a murderous dictatorship <laughs> just over one twentieth as well no less which maybe gives you uh, a bit of extra power i don't know for like 5.01 percent or five nah, that's just a minority stake it's not a big okay. deal but Fair enough. Like, and you can't really even prevent that with just the, the way that open markets work. But yeah. it's people have money; and... they can buy whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And they're buying up a lot yeah. of video game companies. Like, they're buying entire video game companies. Yeah. From my recollection, SNK, King of Fighters, and all that kind of stuff. I think they're owned fully by the Saudi Arabian like dictatorship. Wow. Freaking, but you know what? It makes yeah, sense. I entirely mean, when the oil runs entirely, entirely owned. owned. Wow. But so, I mean, you know, like Metal Slug and everything like that? So, Metal yeah. Slug Tactics. Huh. All the profits will go into the dictatorship. Can you fault them, though, in the sense that, you know, when the oil runs out, they need to diversify and have something else. Oh, to, yeah. I just wish that they did the money going. Oh, murder sorry, people right, and yeah. cut them up yeah. and stuff like that. It would be nice look, if they stopped doing I'm that. looking yeah. forward to The Witcher 3, finally, hopefully yeah. within this year, because it isn't my resolution. But, so. but what a shit talk, though, don't you think? Like, in terms of... How they've taken it over, and then now it's like they're saying, "Oh no, it actually will be released in the last quarter." Well, yeah, this because year. they said it's indefinitely put yeah. on hold or something. The last time we talked about it, something along no, those I think lines. they just they just didn't what did say, say what it was. They just said it was. It's just been delayed. So well, I think okay. the <laughs> well, maybe no, maybe CDPR is like just not good at like marketing or like mm. actually communicating no. what they want to do to people. You know, uh, that's that's definitely I think a a, a good take on it. Mm. I think the thing though is they probably didn't know where it was. Like the fact that you've got an external studio working on it, you probably don't know the full state of everything until you've actually taken it over. So they just but I wouldn't wanna, I wouldn't have yeah, said yeah, anything. Give I would have just gone. I would have taken it, shut the hell up about it, unless it leaked somehow. Yeah. And then said, okay, it looks like we're going to delay it because well, we I have don't to know. take did over. It, 
didn't it come out of like investor related? Yeah, like, no, but wasn't it was some them saying it. Thing? It was yeah. them, that's what I'm saying. Like it's actually made the people who are making it look bad now, right? Because if those people want to put that on their CV, it's framed in a way it's like, oh, it was a piece of shit. Like that's what mm, everyone's assumption was. Cool. The way they they said it. I don't know. CDPR has gone from being like the darling of the video game world yeah, to being to like they seem to hated. fuck everything up. They they do. It's just yeah. really weird what they well, do. I think this is all overblown. Though. I mean, they yeah. they had a date. They had to change the developers. Goal. They had to bring it. No, but I'm saying they had to bring it in in house because of issues in the world mm. that are outside of their control. And they're still bringing it out this year, so I don't see a major issue. Yeah, but it, so. no, but Swinny, want to play it? It's really simple. This has all been in the course of like three weeks. So bring it in, assess it, make an assessment, have a judgment of when it can be. And they didn't need to actually communicate anything. Like, okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, they seem to be very, uh, it's got to be a founder issue. It's like the founders are like directing that company in a really weird it's way. It's just but. interesting. People went from, you know, oh, we want more communication around the stuff that's going on and they, they're communicating and people are giving shit about it. So I don't, they're in a no-win situation with this shit. I'm not Pretty saying much. they could. I 100% agree they can do this better. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that. 100%. I'm not um, in the camp of they need to communicate more. I think they need to communicate accurately and timely and mm. simply. But uh, Death Stranding 2, I haven't finished that game. I'm really keen to go back to it. But, I, I, like, just the nature of the game, I kind of thought there wouldn't be a sequel. So, A, very weird how it was announced. And then have you seen yeah. the follow-up with Kojima, Swinney? Like the yeah, tweets and stuff, yeah. It's like it's freaking go awesome. back to your whatever room with with the picture. It hasn't got like a baseball bat, like Negan style. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the Negan bat. It's freaking like I love Kojima. He's a freaking yeah. mad lad. So um, and then you know the Last of Us remake. The the fact that the rumor like I, I I'm very like caught because I'm very close to playing that game. And because this remake's coming out, I'm kind of toying with, like, do mm. I want to play it? But then I'm like, do I want to play pay, like, 90 Australian dollars to buy this game when it comes out? Because they're going to nice. charge full price. Is there a big appetite for that I remake? Don't, I don't know. They just remade it. Like, I don't really understand. I don't feel well, like they remastered it. Remastered, but... Well, sure. It wasn't remade. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. But, yeah, I don't know. I'd Give me a number three. I don't think we'll get three for a long time. But I, I, again, I know he's saying, Mike, it's, it seems... Use the resources like, for that. But it wouldn't yeah. be either or. I don't think they're, they're, they're going to use those resources to make three. I think they'll, they're probably mm. using some other part of their studio, mm. you know, and getting people's... Because it's, it's a lot, like, it's a good way to learn how to make games by, by remastering and remaking, for sure, you know. Did you guys talk about anything else before the Saudi Arabian No, no, I picked the Saudi Arabian thing because I thought you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, sorry. With all those Swinny segments in a row, I'm like, this is the only chance I'm going to get before the end of the show. That's all right. um, No, the the Skyrim Anniversary Edition (laughs) Raider for Switch, which is really funny, I think. What do you... like? It's just packaging those those um, yeah. creations, yeah, stuff. all the mods, yeah. But it's just like the reaction in internet is just what you'd expect. Just like why again? It's like you're just re-releasing it again. The funny um, thing about the yeah. anniversary edition is you can't use mods on it; they don't work properly. <laughs> so there's something funny in my head about that. Like the PC anniversary edition doesn't use it. Like it will stuff the mods up if you if you use it. It's a bit weird. Like the way it's I think you fresh. have to use the like you can't use the Steam Workshop stuff. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, I think you can just, use like the man. other built mods tools that they have. But you know, for the stuff that was for the 
What was the one? Wasn't the anniversary? It was the special edition. So the special yeah. edition kind of took it away from the Steam Workshop stuff, yeah. from my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna Mike. say this as eloquently as possible. Fuck Bethesda. Why not put <laughs> Fallout Three or New Vegas or something like that onto the platform instead of re-releasing oh, like the same Switch. fucking game yeah. over and over again because it's a cash cow? I get it. You can milk it. Fair enough, but. Why not invest some resources with all the fucking money you keep making from <laughs> releasing the same game over and over again for the last 10 years and put those kind of titles on the platform instead on, on something like Switch? It'll be awesome. I'd love to play that handheld. And I'm pretty sure it could handle it, right? So, Well, New Vegas on Switch seems like it would be a bit of a nightmare considering how buggy that but game Fallout is. 3. But Fallout 3, I agree. Yeah, just Fallout 3 or something. It'd be awesome. I'd love to play that instead. Um, how, like, but... did it sell really well? Like, I know this is a dumb question, but... What, the New Skyrim? Vegas or three? Vegas or... Fallout 3. Oh, Fallout 3 sold yeah. shit loads, man. That's a game huge. Back then, yeah. yeah. Really? Because I'm we'll looking at it now. It doesn't look like it sold like. Is... Fallout, Fallout was a niche series and Fallout 3 took it mainstream. Like, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'd love to see cumulative. Oh, 12 million. I would love to million. see the original Fallout games okay. on Switch. But I think, as we've spoken mm. about before, they don't have the source code anymore. I think last so, I, I heard. So they can't actually port it because. You can port games it. without the source code. Well, then why don't they do it? God damn it. It'll be a <laughs> perfect a lot of work. game. It'll be such an awesome game yeah. on Switch. So I've got to, got to pull one out this week. The mm. uh, the death of the Windows Phone achievements. It's officially <laughs> dead. So, so, oh, no. I still can't believe you're rolling with a Windows it's, Phone. That's such a fucking contrarian. It's dead as the phone that you threw. Windows Phone was a great phone, man. <laughs> it's, the problem with it is that just at some point the <laughs> app gap the fact that you know, like, <laughs> oh, I need to. The public, the public transport app is not available. Of you know, not. things. When you get to that point, like, but for a while, like the actual phone, like I, th- I loved it. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a great phone. Because but had in terms of, but no, it wasn't just that, man. I actually thought, like, I use an Android these days, and man, fucking, I wish it, it worked like my. You should use an iPhone, phone, so. man. Like Android's horrible, dude. I, I've, I use an iPhone for work, and oh, okay. fuck, I hate that thing so much. But anyway, that's just me. <laughs> Um, no, but it's like it is the end of an era for the achievement community in that regard because that's the first platform that they've sunsetted completely. For, so Xbox Live itself shut that's down true. on the original Xbox, but in terms of achievements, this is the first platform from a complete platform-wide standpoint yeah. now you can no longer unlock achievements. And, you know, that there will be a day in the coming years where that happens to 360. And that's going to be obviously a much bigger deal, but um, this, yeah, it's uh, so I just wanted to just pull one out for the good old Windows mm. Phone, Xbox Live. So I'll give them credit. I give I give Microsoft credit that they're still, you can still get achievements now on the 360, and they still mm. pop and everything, and it still yeah. logs in to your Series X and works. Like that's Takes pretty cool. Bloody forever to load a 360 these days, man. That's why I don't. That's why I actually kind of like don't play it much anymore. Just let it run. It just takes so long to load. Off. Because my library is so massive, it just like takes forever to load all the assets and shit. Hey, are you guys any chance of getting into Fall Guys? Now that it's going to go free to play? No. I'd be interested to try it. Yeah, maybe I've always we, wanted to try it. Yeah, maybe we can get some of the other boys involved. Because it's free. So it's yeah, I'll play easy. a bunch of you guys play. But... Oh, I like how you flip-flop just then. You go, nah, fuck off. No, if like everyone like... goes, I'll jump on a couple oh, of games. Anyone but... apart from you two play, I'll play. <laughs> no, no, it's, it, it's a group, yes. But even then, it's like, what's that game you guys play, Smash? Smash I'll Bros. jump in and out maybe once in a blue moon. That's but true. I don't want to commit to a game well, like that. 
the thing with Fall Guys, a lot of the experiences I've heard about, obviously there's people that did love it and played it for a lot, but a lot of people will just play it for a short period of time. Yeah. A lot a lot in a short period of time and mm. basically get their fill. So I have a feeling if we wanted to try it, that would be our experience. But no, I'm sure. definitely interested in trying it. Um, and I believe it's going to be um, cross-platform. That's cool. So that's a, like actually a good. I just I just assumed it was cross platform. It's even better then. But yeah, and it's, it, is it, it is been, maybe it's not. Uh, no, I did read something where it is. Um, it's mm. also been removed from Steam, so you can still play it if you have it on Steam. But just like Rocket League, you won't be able to put. Oh, you won't be able to so it's only on it. Epic. It's only going to be yeah. on Epic. So it's just like Rocket League, go uh, free to play, removed from Steam. Because so. I was going to play it on the PC, so that I could have my ragdoll physics be as precise as possible. But, oh, okay. It's, yeah. it's not... Oh, yeah. So, as part of the update, it's going to go cross-platform. It's not cross-platform right now, though, Swinny. Hmm. Which is kind of interesting, so... And the last thing in this list, and it's the reason why I, I put it in last, was just the fact that there's a dating sim based on Dead by Daylight with, like, I think it's, like, four of the killers in Dead by Daylight. You can date them. Which, look, I'm all for crazy ideas, but there's just something about the concept of a game where characters are like murdering other characters <laughs> now being like a fun funny sim dating sim i'm like i don't know man just the cross-section of like horrible violent murder and oh funny lighthearted dating sim is just uh, just something a bit weird to that to me to that yeah so. the one that i know we don't want to talk about at length or whatever but ea almost merging like a month ago with nbc universal was that only a month ago yep I thought it was ages ago. No, they're saying like it, it could have happened like a month ago. And then also that they're saying it, they were in discussions with Apple, with uh, Google, with all these like uh, Disney. I'm like, whoa, this is... But I mean, surely this stuff can still happen though. It could... Well, I think the fact that they're publicly disclosing it, I think all those deals are probably dead in the water for whatever reason. But I mean, it could always get rekindled, but... I mean, like, the video game industry is going through insane consolidation at the moment. Like, this is what happened with movies 10 years ago. It's a bit of a shame, to be honest, for me, but... Man, I could so see Tencent and EA getting in bed with each other. Like, they just feel... They seem like a perfect match, in my opinion. Yeah, they just add the the A to Tencent. 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 I like it. Yeah, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? <laughs> I can really see that happening. But the and thing is, if there's one company, large company, that could get away with it, I think EA has, has proven so often that they're they're willing and able to burn goodwill oh, yeah. to, for business reasons. So, and then yeah. I reckon what should happen is Saudi Arabia should go and buy fifty percent in the new company. <laughs> I I know I was I was away for the start of that, but it's crazy how much they're investing worldwide especially like i think they own most of snk now. yeah we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. spoke about it yeah. they yeah, own 100 percent of it metal slug that's why I, like um i I've, i i don't really go on the whole boycott bullshit but it really turned me off metal slug tactics hmm. i'm hey, just boycotted. like ah. boycotted boy i'm not like i blacklist him I, I guess technically i'm boycotting it not really i i think if i can get it for free or whatever in game pass i'll probably play it right but I'm not hey. going to buy it, so... Hey, Mike, I just thought of an idea for your special segment that uh, yeah, I, I, I looped oh. you into. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I was the boycott that. list. Show off your mic mm. list. Yeah, the yeah. boycott list, that's right. But I just wanted to say that, that EA, it's like literally run by a psychopath. So this guy, Andrew Wilson, 
I've read and like I've watched a lot of his interviews and stuff like that. He's a great businessman. You can't like get past that. He's actually born in Geelong, right? And he runs EA. Sorry, I can't stop thinking of um, James Stephanie Sterling, Android Wilson, the voice that he t- does, the Android voice. Whenever oh, he brings yeah, yeah, up yeah, Android yeah, Wilson, yeah, yeah. it's like, be my man, man, It's like, I can't think of Android Wilson. Andrew Wilson without thinking of Android Wilson. So. Yeah, he's, he's a smart guy, but yeah. Ah, yeah, you're right, man. I could totally, totally imagine them selling themselves to like Tencent or... They probably... I wouldn't be surprised if they own a stake in them already. Um, maybe, maybe. All right, any anything else from One Min? No, no, I think we've covered a good... Again, like we found a special feature. It is really the wrap-up of the show, isn't it? It is mm-hmm. the wrap-up. It's working well. It's working well. It's kind of like all these little tidbits or else, uh, you know... I but, love it. So next week, uh, have we got anything planned? It's all empty in the docket. Uh... I thought we were going to talk about Warcraft. No? Uh, Potentially. We'll Potentially. see how the week we is. We'll yeah, see we don't, no promises, don't but we'll try. Yeah. We're trying to keep the shows under two hours these days. <laughs> Maybe one and a half hours to two hours. Well, but... two minutes and it's hit two hours. So I think. We're no, 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 no. We're at 152. 152 in the record. Again, oh, yeah, because I guess we started late. Hmm. I think we're going to start to see stuff leak yeah. out of those summer shows. Mm. Um, so we'll probably be a decent amount of news. Yeah. I, I predict... I might not be able to take time off work as much as I wanted to, depending on what happens with my work situation. But well, it's really mm. fortunate in Australia that uh, there's a public holiday on the day, the morning of the Microsoft <laughs> conference, which That's I know we shout on Microsoft a lot this uh, this episode. So by chance, uh, good on you. For doing that. That's right. <laughs> so that gives Mike no excuses not to wake up at four a.m. Well, he, can well, say he doesn't want to do it. Exactly. It's not an excuse. I just don't want to do it. Does he? Uh, does he the... love the podcast or not? That's the question. <sighs> now he's guilty. We don't me. shame on this show. So, just, <laughs> yeah, just, fuck yeah, we just do. To, just to, <laughs> it's the shameful show. Intergod and I were talking about this exact thing the other day, m- namely the fact that I had to go get a sleep study done because I have really poor sleep and it's affecting a lot of other things in my life. And did you pass or fail? I don't know because I haven't got the results back yet. Oh, I was hooked up to those, you know, million senses, and good, you got to stick shit on, on you, your head. And good on you for getting that done, Mike. Good on you. Yeah. So, because really bad sleep. I should be reviewing. I'm gonna may, maybe put that in as eh, it's not really gaming, but kind of. I reviewed the uh, the Bow Sleep Pods version two. Well, that's we're not a tech show. You got a sleep pod. I didn't get a sleep pod. It was a normal bloody No, 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 no. No, he's talking about something. He puts stuff in his ears overnight to sleep. Okay, two things. Number one, I had to do the test at home. I really misunderstood. So I rocked up to I rocked up to the to the test place, and it was really unclear because the 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 online thing that I had to do said you got to go there, you got to bring your PJs and everything. But then everything else said no, no, you got to take this stuff and do it at home. Anyway, I rock up. Um, I don't know, sometime in the middle of the day. And the lady goes, oh, you, we need to hook you up now. And I said, it's this, like in the middle of the day. I still have a shit ton of stuff to go. Do you want sensors all over my face when I'm going to the shops on a Thursday night? <laughs> she goes, okay, fine. You can do it at home. How do you normally sleep? What? I'm like, uh, well, you know, I <laughs> normally like... you hooked yourself up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she goes, how do you normally, you know, do you normally sleep? Blah, blah, blah. She goes, okay, um, you need to take off your pants. 
And I'm like, excuse me? Well, what's this got to do with the test? You want me to take my pants off right now? She's like, no, 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 no. When you get home and you sleep, you got to sleep without your pants really? on. Really? I'm like, okay. Well, not really. Just, you got to put sensors on your legs okay. and shit. We're going to say the context so, is that you've done all of this stuff, sweetie. And you're like, yeah. I'm watching your reactions yeah, of like, Because you want to die at the hospital, right? I'm, I'm trying to think like... <laughs> yeah. Maybe I had to wear a hospital gown. Maybe. Like, okay. obviously, wasn't was he butt I was not in the nude in the hospital doing this test. Let me just no, put I it didn't out. Did you have to wear I underwear? Mean, well, that's the thing. I can't remember if I was wearing a sleeping gown. Right. I oh, potentially really? was, but I don't remember Sexy that. Sexy, Because mm-hmm. when I got my sleeping Arr. test done, I slept in the hospital overnight. Yeah, that's how they used to do them. I just Maybe this particular <laughs> one that I went to don't do that. They give you the kit and they, they're supposed to hook you up at this place and then you go home with everything hooked up. But I'm like, I can't do that. So I had to hook everything up myself. <laughs> can I, it's can not, I just, not that hard. There's only like, what, 10 or 12 little things you got to stick on different parts of your body. And yeah. What? Can I just stop and like ask Winnie, did they stop your sleep halfway through and go, just hook him up to a CPAP machine or else he's going to die on, on us in the study? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember, but I know I did get stopped a few times. But like oh. I, without divulging too much information, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. yes, my, my results were not very good. Yeah, I remember when you explained your results and I was like, whoa, okay, that's, that's yeah, what there's, there's a reason why I need to get a sleep test done. Let's but you, just put it that way. You're the perfect study of someone who has that machine and you feel like, you know, much, much, much better. Compared Dude, to yeah, that's why I went yeah. and did this because he said Dude, it was like, really good. Anyone that, that is suffering from a lot of fatigue all the time yeah. and they don't know Unexplained why, fatigue. get a sleep test because, okay. oh my God, like the life difference that like I had. Like I was, I was taking no dose at work. That's how bad it was. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So I gotta, yeah. I, I probably should do it as well. But then I don't want us all yeah, to be I, like I on sleep. Yeah, that was my problem. I kind of didn't want to know. You know what though? <laughs> the reality is I'm just going to try to lose weight. I'm just going to stop trying to eat shit. I'm just going to try to find other ways to sleep better. But there are health things. Anyway, so the other thing that I will finish off with is the sleep pods that I'm talking about are those headphones, those yeah. Bose headphones no, that only them. play sleep sounds. I'm not going to review them. Yeah. But they're actually not half bad. But the, so. I don't know. I don't like the idea. So I, I've looked at them many times. Hmm. But the idea of having something in your ear overnight... And then you use like things like AirPods as well. That just does not seem good for your ear health. Probably isn't. Oh, okay. But I don't use AirPods as much, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, as in like I'm more likely to use those overnight. So, okay. and they've, I've slept twice with them. Um, I still have trouble falling asleep, but it's certainly been much better because I'm stuck between a snoring girlfriend and a snoring cat. Maybe she needs a CPAP machine. Them. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the cat. So, maybe maybe I'm not, not a, the problem. <laughs> not all snorers, you know, have sleep apnea. So I just want to clarify that. No. But it is obviously a, a, a symptom. So she, yeah. she I don't know. She, this morning she woke up and I shit you not, she was half asleep and she, she turns to me and she goes, <laughs> is the dishwashing machine empty or clean? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is literally what she said. I just something about your use of the transitional sentence. I shit you not. After waking up, just didn't sit right with me. I'm, I'm not up to. I'm not young enough for that, and I'm not old enough for that to happen. So and you're yeah. also not Amber Heard. Also that. All right. I think we've uh, we've sufficiently gone on random tangents. Completely off topic. Yeah. All right. With that, tune into our off topic podcast next week. Bye bye. Ciao.